Hey guys, this is Wildcat Chris Harris, TNA original and one half of six-time TNA World Tag Team Champions, America's Most Wanted. You are listening to the TNA Cross the Line Podcast. TNA Wrestling, Cross the Line. And we're back with episode 172 of the TNA Crossline Podcast. I am Bob Conning Jr. With me, as always, is Dallas Gridley. Dallas, it is pay-per-view day. It's hard freaking justice. No, this is hard justice. In our main event, really the only match that seems to have gotten a heavy focus for the three weeks of build is the NWA World title match jeff jarrett defending against aj styles but dusty Rhodes said you know he had to up it up 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 the ante make it more important coming off of lockdown i don't know in wrestling what is more important than a cage match but apparently it is to bring in a ufc fighter by the name of tito ortiz to be the special guest referee and i'll tell you for me it has not connected. My interest for this main event is probably not where it should be, considering the guys involved. So, Dallas, you have an unopened DVD of Hard Justice, which shows me that you also maybe don't have a lot of interest in this match because you haven't opened the DVD in 18 years. <laughs> well, first off, I have not had this DVD for 18 years. <laughs> Um, have I had it for over 10? Probably. Um, but I think, uh, I think you kind of hit it right on the head though, to be honest here, Bob. And I, I've kind of mentioned it, uh, before on, on some of our recent episodes, Hard Justice is a throwaway pay-per-view for TNA, man. It's just like one of those ones that unfortunately just does not stand out to me. I mean, I think of like classic TNA pay-per-views. I think Destination X, I think about a lockdown Obviously, Bound for Glory, Victory Road, Turning Point. And I don't think I heard justice, unfortunately. Now, I was listening to My World um, the other week. And mm-hmm. what would you say are the the, the major four teenage pay-per-views? Because obviously, okay. WB has Rumble, Mania, SummerSlam, Survivor. Interesting. Four. Okay, so if we're going four, I never thought about TNA with four. So this is like a hard question, I feel like. But... Slammiversary, Bound for Glory, easily. Um, which I could argue that you could interchange the two of which is potentially the most important. I think a lot of people tend to lean more toward Bound for Glory, but I sort of think they think it as Slammiversary. My I would have to think Bound for Glory is the, the key event. I do too, but I feel like even more in recent years, Slammiversary seems like the big one to me. Really? No, man. I don't know. I, I still think Bound for Glory. To me, it's Bound for Glory. But, like, the way that they talk about it and they do it and they celebrate the history and all that, that's why I feel like, to me, like, sometimes, and I, dare I say, the Bound for Glory series maybe tainted Bound for Glory just a little bit for me. Um, I mean, it became, like, there's not a big story. It became you won a tournament that went seven months. You know. Um, Okay, so we're thinking, now we're talking, like, 
just like all like or like all time or in their prime. I'm saying what they would deem as like their like quarterly big time. Dude, this is so hard. Because like you know, Rumble's January, Mania's usually April, SummerSlam's August, November's. This is hard. Okay, I'm gonna lockdown's got to be a one of them. I so I, that's what I was I was thinking. Slam anniversary lockdown and bomb for glory are the easy like absolutely. Ooh, I'm gonna take a I'm gonna take a wild one here. Um, see, it depends on the time though. I'm trying to remember timing. Whatever ends up being in in like January, either Genesis or Final Resolution. I think they kind of switch sometimes, okay. but so I would I would tend to agree with that too. Like final, let's just say Final Resolution. I think it ends up being more of that. Yeah. So I listened to Jared's thing, and he's like, "Ah, oh, Victory Road." Ah, see, I see why he would say that. How many Victory Roads were are there even? I know that obviously the fir- the first one is Victory Road, but and they go for a while. Victory Road st- is around through like. At least 2013, I think. Yeah, is it like anything major really happened? I mean, the last big thing is the Sting Jeff Hardy incident, but I would even say like against all odds is. I I so I that one, that one crossed my mind as well. I'm gonna look up Victory Roads for you just for just for a reference point here. But then again, like I mean, again, like if you look at quarterly. Against the odds is February, and then in April you have lockdown. Okay, I I lied to you. So technically, the last like real victory road was 2012. Then they started. Then that turned into the one night onlys, and now they like do it as like specials. So I don't count them anymore, really. Um. Yeah, so victory road was around for a while. I so I can understand why he would say that. But I don't, and I feel like another reason he probably says that is because that was their first. So if, especially to him, I could see why that would like have a very special place uh, in his heart there. So I, I can understand that. Um, oh, see, like there's a year coming up that there is not a victory road, and I thought that's actually pretty fascinating. That so that's what I mean. Like, I don't know. Yeah, that's that's tough. Yes, yeah, so absolutely I, have a three, like a major three. I think the fourth one is up to debate for a variety of different shows. Pay-per-views. Yeah, I agree totally. Um, and like I said, I feel like to me it's got to be like a Genesis or Final Resolution because that's like their reset, essentially. Or you could even say Turning Point because Turning Point usually is a conclusion of like, you know, Bound for Glory is that, but even Turning Point is usually like, okay, hey, this is it. And then as you're saying, Turning Point or uh, Final Resolution. Well, and that's the thing is Turning Point was in December. Right. And they'd literally, it, I feel like TNA kind of did run a calendar year. And then they, if maybe that's what it seems like, at least that's how their pay-per-views read. Yeah, really, that's pretty interesting. Uh, do you remember what else he said, or did he say the three and then Victory Road? Yeah, he was. He said he's like Bound for Glory, Slam Anniversary, Lockdown. Because I think he was talking about like Angle and Joe or something like that, and then he was like, "Oh, um, Victory Road." But I think Conrad might have like fed him Victory Road, and he agreed with wow. it. Yeah, I feel like Conrad does that a lot in those. Uh, which is probably one of the reasons I stopped listening. I want to listen to like Jarrett specifically, but I just I dropped out of all of them. 
Well, let me tell you, uh, when you transcribe the Jeff Jarrett podcast and you post it on 4011 Mania, people, and by people, I mean a couple, will say that I'm just transcribing uh, gibberish. And it's like, you know what? That's how he talks. I mean, <laughs> if okay, I'm that's, hired what, to do, that's the heat you were getting? Yeah, if, I, if I'm hired to do transcriptions, I have I can't just... It's not know. an interpretation. It's not a summary. You're trying to transcribe right. what he said. Exactly. Literally, exactly. I thought they didn't like specific things that were he was said or something like that. No, they're just like, oh, this guy is just transcribing gibberish. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's how. He's or like, talking. or like, it doesn't make any sense, and it's like, guys, I yeah, mean, how he's speaking, I can't. Exactly. You know, I was hired to to do direct word for word quotes, essentially. Right. If he's rambling on about something, then I have to do that. Wild but, stuff, man. People, people are crazy, you know. Uh, well, Bob, express their opinions. Well, of course, of course, there. Um, okay, so uh, Bob, we had uh, a very odd episode of Impact just two days ago, and I I've been doing these, like reading these like little paragraphs here. Uh, to kind of wrap us up before we get into the pay-per-view and then essentially re-reset how we cover things. So um, I, I'd say let's uh, let's talk about that. And believe it or not, guys, I have a note to talk about during the show. It's kind of fucking weird, but I got one. Um, so, of course, this last taping was, once again, a uh, three-hour taping. Three impacts were taped, which is very odd. But... It happened, and it aired on May 13th, 2005. Uh, once again, just two days before Hard Justice took place. Um, and it's it, Dave notes that, uh, so our three had this weird elimination match. So we saw um, Christopher Daniels, Elix Skipper, Eric Young, and Jeff Hardy. Uh, Raven ended up interfering in that, uh, and then he fought Hardy to the back, so Hardy was eliminated. Skipper pinned Young after uh, the sudden death. Which Dave never writes down right, and he just calls it the Emerald uh, Frozian. I don't know. It's the Sunda. Uh, calls it what? Emerald Frozian. F R O S I E N. I have no idea. Emerald I think about maybe it's just fusion. I don't know. It doesn't matter. It's not the right name. It's Sunda. Um, and then Skipper Pin Daniels, and they counted to three. However. Uh, they did a replay, and it showed that the time limit expired one second before the three count. Um, it was apparently a total timing screw-up. The wrestlers were complaining afterwards that they didn't get their time cues. Skipper was to pin Young and then Daniels, but by the time he pinned Young, there's only six seconds left. Time ran out just as he had cradled Daniels. They had to regroup because even though time clearly ran out, the ref counted to three, as was the original plan. Um, after a conference, they decided that they had to accept the booked idea it had screwed up, and they called it a time limit draw. Uh, Dave says he's not sure the purpose of this, since Daniel's programmed with Shocker, so why would they book a champion to get beat by a different guy before the pay-per-view? We literally talked about this. It made absolutely no sense. It was an absolute mess, and then we were like, okay, well, he clearly didn't pin him, and then they were like, yeah. They celebrated as if he did, and then... After they came back from commercial, they were like, okay, guys, he didn't. It was time limit draw. Which is also weird since we have judges and the decision but didn't happen. It doesn't. It's just a mess. I must, they had to have dropped the judges then, right? 
Or maybe this one, they literally just, it was such a quick call that they were just like, fuck it, just say it was a draw. Well, if they they didn't mess it up and, you know, he beat him, if Skipper pinned him leading into a lockdown, that would make a whole lot of sense. But as you just said, I mean, Daniels is defending against Shocker. He's You even... tell me Shocker's about to beat him tonight? No. No, he's not. I don't, so here's the thing. If So Dusty is, we've, Dusty's out of the booking thing, right? Yeah, so as we talked about, I think on last episode, Dusty's gone. So I think Shocker loses here, and then we don't see Shocker again. Because he's kinda, obviously yeah. a Dusty guy. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, we're not going to see him again. It's just like as soon as Triton failed, they were like, nah. We might not even see Triton again. I don't know. Like, if, that's another Dusty guy. I don't know if we do, yeah. I'd be shocked. Um, but hey, speaking of, uh, he he was in the main event on our last show, which featured a 10-man gauntlet. To determine yeah, let's num- not say that he was in the main event because it's a 10-man gauntlet match, so it's not like <laughs> Triton was the main event. Right, right, right. Um, this he was just the, happened to be picked to be part of a battle or a, a the, gauntlet. The preview gauntlet. for the gauntlet for the gold, yeah. And the it determined the number one and the number 20 in the pay-per-view gauntlet. Um, Bobby Roode was first eliminated, so he's starting out the, th- the whole thing. And then it ended up being Abyss and Lance Hoyt is the final two. Me and Bob were kind of pushing for Hoyt here. And it's even noted that he's super over to the live crowd in a cult-like way after the turn uh, as they're chanting his name throughout the tapings. And they went nuts when he finally came out. It's also said here that in Orlando, three people over like superstars are Hoyt, Christopher Daniels, and this one's going to be really random, but uh, it's even noted that Christian, because of Raw that was happened uh, the previous night, apparently Christian was very over here in Orlando. Christian, yeah, not an impact. It was that raw, but he's just comparing the fact that certain people are over in Orlando. Okay, so that's weird. Um, <laughs> that's a really weird comparison. But yeah. so I, um, this was another convert, like another thing that with like Russo and Jarrett, and again, it was something that was on my world. Um, Russo didn't want to listen to the live audience when this is at the asylum right and jared i guess or no yeah and jared was like well that's the only audience we have because you know on paper you don't get that reaction so you're basing off of just the reaction Mm -hmm. of the asylum crowd which i tend to agree with jared because that's your paying audience they're spending money whether it's 30% of the audience, whatever, there is a paying audience there saying, hey, we like Raven. We want him to win title, whatever. With the Orlando crowd, you have to be a little bit more careful. Careful, because it is a non-paying audience. Yes, they're paying to get into the park, but it's a free attraction at your at the park in which you're holding your shows. So them having these extreme reactions to Lance Hoy, Christopher Daniels, whatever, you can't book to that because it's like, you know, a few hundred people that could be potentially just trying to highlight themselves on the shows. Oh, hey, we're the guys that chant for Lance Hoyt. Because, mm-hmm. like, judging by these reactions, Lance Hoyt could be in the world title program. And then here we are in New York watching the show, and we're like, wait a minute. I don't know if this guy should be right. elevated to that level. You know I mean? Or say like with Shocker when they're like, "Hey guys, we need you to go crazy for this guy coming out." 
like now you're providing a fake right yeah reaction. that whole shock roof thing mm -hmm. is very interesting yeah so interesting stuff and maybe a little uh foreshadowing as well in that statement so i think that was kind of fun um so after um then the, so then the naturals distracted uh hoyt and, and abyss ended up pinning him after the black hole slam so abyss is coming in in the last place of that uh gaunt for the gold uh, that's because nat the Naturals are mad because Hoyt costs him and Candido the match at lockdown. That's supposed to be the story, of course, with Candido being injured and all that. It kind of switched around, but anyways, that's what happened. Uh, Dave notes that he was told that the taping is a whole. Uh, ended up being three entertaining shows. Uh, it was the best taping of the last few, uh, but didn't do a good job at all at people getting excited for the pay-per-view. Good example, Bob, right here. Um, Styles, who was in, who's in the main event, never even appeared. Uh, Jarrett only did one promo. Ortiz wasn't there. DDP and Monty Brown, who took uh, Monty Brown took twelve stitches for his blade job at the pay per view. They weren't there either uh, for reasons that nobody seemed to know. Sean Waltman was there, and at one point before the show started, uh, he had quit over being owed money, telling people oh. that he that he'd never uh, been stiffed by a major company uh, on pay and wasn't going to let it happen. So he didn't appear in the show. But Dusty, Ro Dusty Rhodes, now, of course, this was before he was fired. Dusty Rhodes was talking with him, trying to talk him into staying, saying that he'd work to make sure he got the money he was owed. Uh, he says, I'm told that they have other stuff that was taped that the live audience didn't see, including sit-down interviews, which we did see, between Jarrett and Styles, uh, building toward the main event. Um, Jeremy Borash says this week was going to Los Angeles to do that interview with Ortiz that we ended up seeing um, on the last show as well. So... Match-wise, apparently uh, went over very well. But, yeah, it did not get people very excited um, for the for the pay-per-view. But that is our, our quick wrap-up there. Um, and I think we will uh, we'll see how the show goes. It's definitely an interesting one for us, I would say. So. Yeah, now when we were talking uh, before the show started um you haven't as you said you know you haven't even opened your dvd so you probably haven't seen the full show i don't know no. if i've ever seen this whole show i'm I leaning get, towards i have not i'm telling you right now i think just seeing shocker and daniel's match laid out is like what like i don't even know what that is so that alone now is there a chance that i have seen the tag team title match between amw and the naturals Possibly, if it's on a DVD, a di like America's Most Wanted Best of DVD or something, if it's that good of a match, maybe I have seen it. Yeah, but when, hey. you, but when you, on those DVDs, everything just tends to blend together. Exactly. You pinpoint the show that you watched it on. And that's, that's one thing I really like about doing this podcast, because I'm getting the, the context I never had before. Uh, and that's why my timeline is all fucked up in TNA, because I know it from Best of DVDs and stuff, because a lot of it, I didn't live. I didn't watch. Yeah, it's also tough to really kind of pinpoint the shows with TNA because for the most part, I feel like their stages are identical. Yeah. So when you have like a best of like WWE or something, it's like, oh, hey, that's the Vengeance background. I know that that's the show. Yeah, they're so similar. Uh, very, very similar. But yeah, we'll, we'll see how this goes, man. Um, I think the biggest question here is, Is are they going to take the title off Jarrett, as we've heard rumors about, or with Dusty gone, or is it going to stay on Jarrett, and are we going to have to uh, continue on with the reign of terror here in 2005? 
He's had it for like what eight, nine months or something like that. They said yeah, for a long time. Yeah. June. So <sighs> that's fucking nuts. So yeah, that's really crazy. I'm not going to be surprised if they keep it on him at least until Slammiversary then in June. Just saying. Yeah, I mean that would make sense. Yeah. At this point, why not? It's you know what I mean. Maybe. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Uh, <clears throat> um. All right. This show is on. Impact Wrestling's YouTube page. Uh, so if, you, if you guys want to watch along with us, um, it's there. It's also, I would assume, on Impact Plus. Of course. Now, of course, it's. I think it's important to note their their YouTube version may be slightly different than the version we are watching. We are watching the DVD version. So in in roughly an hour, 27 minutes, five seconds, we have to switch our discs. Right. Um, and there may be other edits that take place which is mostly just people's names like Matt Bentley. Right. Because so. we are not going to pay the YouTube premium ad free service. Yeah. Unfortunately we, uh, we aren't rich. So yeah, that's, I mean, it's probably a super convenient and I do watch a lot of YouTube. It is because I tried the 60 day trial and it almost made me pay for it. Right. But a lot it of was, times it was that skip good. the ad anyway. Yeah. But in the middle every dude, if you have like seven ads in the middle of like a video and you have to wait five seconds every time. It gets really fucking old. Yeah, that's true. That's good and without them, you don't even realize. Because I did it during like political ads because I was sick of it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I was like, I'm doing the trial. And then you forget ads exist. It was incredible. And then it stops, and I was getting so mad. So it's, it's good. I just don't want to pay for it. Yeah, I personally think that it should be included if you have YouTube TV. Fuck yes. Just especially because the price of YouTube TV keeps, keeps going on up. Anyways. going up, baby. Love it. Anyways. Can't wait for the next freaking price jack up to the year. About 18 months it just probably go up again. All right. But uh, let's check out TNA Hard Justice 2005. I'm going to count down from three when I say play. That's when we're going to get this show started. So here we go. Three, two, one. Well, Bob, uh, we are starting off with a 10 bells salute for Chris Candido, which is very sad. Of course, this is the first live show since uh, his passing. This is really sad. I don't like 10 bells salutes. Uh, and they had a, they had a picture, they had his towel. And then they uh, had the tag team title, which he was clutching, and his final wrestling appearance there as well. And now we're going to the Hard Justice intro with Barry Scott absolutely destroying it, as always. And by destroying, I mean, I mean in a good way, because he's awesome. So. I'm, I should have said killing it, but... Killing sure. it in a good way. Killing it in a good way. Um, so, just on Candido real quick. Obviously, we... We post our episodes 18 years to the day, as, as everyone knows. And um, so as things happen, it's the anniversary of his passing. I'm seeing people post it, people, his images, and you know, all that kind of stuff. And as I was doing some uh, social posts for us over on our Twitter page, which you can find at Cross the Line TNA, um, I, was, I noticed, I think it's on his Wikipedia page, is where it notes that Sonny Siaki falls on his leg. 
I I so when you when you watch it, <clears throat> the angle in which the camera is at, it looks as if he does land on him. In the replay that they show the different angle, though, he clearly one hundred percent does not right. So, mm-hmm. but it's just fascinating to me. And actually, I can't remember if it's on his Wikipedia or not, but let me see. Because the Wikipedia does note that it ends up being confirmed it was the acute pneumonia. But it's still, if I remember, I'm pulling up right now. I'm pretty sure it also kind of hints at the fact that it was because of the the blood clot. Let me see. Oh, no. No, this one does say. So I'm thinking of... Maybe I saw someone post it then. I feel like I got very. I was like, very, I felt very defensive for Sonny Siaki in this situation. So, oh yeah, see, this does say Candido broke his leg when Siaki landed on it after flying dropkick early in the match. That's not accurate, uh, but this does say that it led to the acute pneumonia. So that does say correctly. I feel like, um, with the cameraman in the ring. That Candido had his leg get like kind of stuck on the mat, trying to avoid contact with the cameraman. I think so that's his body more weight collapsed down on his leg, and he snapped, and he snapped. Yeah, I sort of feel like the cameraman did not help any of that situation. I really don't. And I think that's. I don't think that's mentioned enough, really, because it's it's, tor- it's near the corner, where right. it happens. We're in the impact zone. I believe I saw the uh, number for this crowd is 775. So these are selling out, well, freeing out uh, for their pay-per-views. Bob, there was a dark match uh, before we really get going here. Lex Levette and Buck Quarterman. No, it was Shark Boy defeating David Young in six minutes and 28 seconds to qualify for the gauntlet for the gold match. It wasn't a pre-show match? It was a dark match? Well... Pre-show, yes. Sorry, sorry. Um, But it is noted uh, that Dave says that uh, it was a solid bout. Which I find it kind of interesting. So we'll uh, we'll obviously talk more about star ratings and all that on our next episode and do our breakdown of the show, but... Well, you know, I feel like ever since David Young has became a shredded human being uh, here in TNA, his work rate has gotten uh, substantially better. And here's the thing. David Young is actually good outside of TNA. If you watch NWA Wild Side stuff, and you know he's working with AJ Styles, he does pretty well. I think his presentation here in TNA is before this mostly as a comedy jobber. It hasn't didn't really do him much favors. Uh yeah, I'd say probably not. Also, is the Hard Justice logo essentially just Lance Hoyt's tattoo on his logo? <laughs> Uh, I, yeah, I think it might be. <laughs> not the one that's used on the nameplate, but the one that's like at the top of the uh, arena there. It's like got it's like winged out, it looks like. Oh, I see it. That's actually really weird. Oh, we got Team Canada coming out here. Eric Young and uh, Petey Williams. We are unaware. Oh, yeah, the wings. Oh, yeah. Like, what is that? Why is that not on the DVD one? What is that understand. logo? It's like a mix between the Against All Odds and... Yeah. Oh boy, Apollo's song. So it's got to be Apollo and Siaki. Yep, Apollo and Sonny Siaki. Now these guys became a tag team after uh, a singles match between them. Oh, Siaki just almost fell off the rampway there. 
He almost looked like he twisted his ankle. I think so, he just grimaced a little bit. Let's keep an eye on that. Oh, he's shaking the leg. Oh, Team Canada's going right after him. Dude, that is the against all odd wings. That's what that is. It is, yeah. Yeah. The crowd looks significantly bigger than normal. I don't know if it's just the way they're shooting or what, but. I think Siaki's hurt. Well, he, well he's moving. Oh, fine. Um, I actually, so my note that I was teasing, actually, I can talk about during this match. So one second, let me scroll to it. It's actually a, a rumored match that was potentially going to happen and then didn't. Um, so apparently there was a rumor that we were going to get a Team Mexico versus Team Canada match, which is going to be Rude, Eric Young, and Petey Williams. Um, they are having trouble due to the late date and so many of the top stars in Mexico having commitments on Sundays, the best day to work in Mexico. Um, so apparently top stars in Mexico often work three different shows on Sundays, particularly if they're working in the Mexico City area or the Monterey area. Uh, so Silver King and... Oh, geez. Oh, God. Uh, Ray uh, Bucanero? Bucanero? I don't know how to say it. Sorry. Um, had both agreed, uh, but have since pulled out. Ultimo Guerrero doesn't have the correct paperwork and wasn't going to risk coming. Heavy Metal and two of the three Volanos have the day open at this point and have talked about with, uh, but none have been confirmed. Uh, the negative is the Mexican team would all be wrestlers that the live crowd wouldn't know. And since all the TVs have been taped, it's doubtful the names would even be announced anywhere but on the website. And as you're seeing here, this match does not happen because we are seeing Team Canada right now. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think I would have done that match. That's that's all the notes for today's show, Bob. Apollo here in PD starting off legally. Tilt the world slammed by Apollo. Gets him a two count. Slick Johnson, the uh, referee. Not wearing shorts, Slick Johnson, by the way. That was his trademark from WCW. Siaki in here now, arm drag to Petey. Why is he? Why is Slick Johnson behind the arm hold? If you're looking for a submission, you should be in front. He's new here. Oh my god. Put him on. Eric Young getting tagged in after a drop hold by Williams to Siaki. Siaki says no arm drag to you. How about a heel kick? Take to the midsection. Off the ropes. Swing neckbreaker with a somersault. Going for the cover. Let's see. Wait, Sig Johnson should be looking at the legs for the cover instead of the shoulders. Right. Look at the ankles. <laughs> this is Nakles on the mat. I hear my friend Titan coming down here. Uh oh. Okay. Double team Irish whip to Eric Young. Holy shit. That was a big bag body drop. Big elevation. The elevation. The height. The slam down to the mat. Irish whip. Oh, Eric Young. Oh, there you go. Barely did it. That was a really shitty shoulder block to get him out. Delayed falling off of the apron. It was weird. Petey with a middle rope leg drop, our favorite from uh, Jerry Lynn. 
Yeah. It's kind of crazy to me how, like, much Jerry Lynn was, like, active for a while, and then he, like, fizzled out very fast. Well, I'm pretty sure he's still working the indies at this point. Well, that's the even crazier part to me. Although I know he had, like, a shoulder. Didn't he have, like, a shoulder injury? Yeah, I think that's why he kind of stopped being so much on screen. You know what? I can't even really think of uh, what indie work he was doing. I'll look it up now, in fact. Jerry Lynn. Mr. JL. We're in 2005. Well, you know what? You know why I don't know any indie stuff he was doing? Why? Because he doesn't work from January through May. Oh. So that will do it. Yes, it will. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, he doesn't come back till June. Okay, so that would explain why uh, we haven't really talked or heard much about Jerry Lynn. Wait a second. I'm pretty sure that they just mentioned that Dusty Rhodes is watching this very closely, but he's, I think he's gone now. Well, maybe he's, uh... oh, wait, 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 he's not gone. I stand corrected. We talked about this. I should know better. No, he's there as an on-screen character, but he's not booking. Duh. We talked about that and I forgot. I, do. I thought he got the Russo treatment of like he's gone. I forgot. But is we he are... an on? Is he going to be an on-air talent that we never see? Like Terry that... Funk? Like they're just going to say this? That I don't know. Well, because remember, there's the the talk of he might even wrestle sometimes, which is not a great idea. Yeah, no, we don't need that. We really don't need that. PD gets tagged in. Dude, that Hard Justice logo with the against all odd wings is gonna drive me nuts. They're on the app. Pop up Samoa drop by Eric to Eric, and then oh, a pop up uh, slam. Sunny Siaki should have been the actor for Young Rock. Yeah, probably. Dude, that show I could never watch that show because of how badly they cast everyone. Oh, it's so bad. And, like, some of the factual stuff is just wrong. Yes. But it's for, you know, TV shows or whatever. I know. Seth Moore swept the leg of Siaki. P got a cover from that suplex, but. I knew Siaki was going to kick out because Scott didn't hold the leg down. Right. What the fuck was that? A spear by Apollo on Eric Young. That was a weird jawbreaker that Young did. Yeah. It's like a modified franchiser by uh, like Shane Douglas used to do in WCW. Uh, the the only young rock casting I like is Luke Hawks as Stone Cold. Well, yeah, and he's a wrestler too. That's all. Yeah, and friend of the show, Luke Hawks. Friend of the show. We helped him out early on in our our time. Pete looking for the Canadian Destroyer on Sunny Siaki. I don't think he's gonna hit it. Oh, I don't know. Nope. Oh, 
Slick Johnson's pissing me off. He was had his arm up standing about to do a count. Well, what? Well, he hit the. He, he that's a Siakalypse, I believe, right? I can't remember yeah. anymore. And uh, the referee's distracted now, but A one is in the ring, and he hits a stalling suplex on Siaki. Throws PD on the. He's gonna run with a suplex. I feel like that was supposed to be a jackhammer. Oh, that would make a lot more sense, but. but yeah, he's pinned. The Canadians steal another one. I kind of thought Siaki and Apollo were gonna win that. Yeah, that was kind of weird. I feel like they'd been pushing them pretty heavily. It was like a team. So, yeah, kind of a weird decision, but. I can't wait for the impact match of Siaki against A1. Because <laughs> that's probably going to happen. He's the equalizer! Oh, there's a limo. Limo. This is early. Oh, I know who's in it. It's Tito. Oh, oh. shit. Yeah. We already have a celeb here. There he is. The, the regulator. regulator. It's so intimidating seeing a guy rolling his baggage down the. Look at the AJ Styles, who looks like he was drunk at a club last night. Is he, one, is he is he on the Jersey Shore? What is it going on? He's got one side of his button-up shirt tucked in, and the other side is not. He's the, got the sunglasses, the beach. The pager? The pager Holy on his belt? shit, dude. Is this not 2005 in a nutshell or oh what? Oh, my God. What great security. These guys look like chumps. Why are they making the... Oh, I know what they're... Are they trying to make it seem like UFC-like because like Jared's got the security and like, oh, his yeah. khakis? Jeff Jarrett's locker room. Who are these guys he's bringing in his locker room who've never seen before? Oh, that was his lawyer. Tim Daggett was there. Tim, if you're listening, hit us up. Send us a DM. Yeah. Or email us. Or email probably us. hasn't even checked the email to see if you no, have. No, I have it on my phone. Oh, you do. This isn't the IcoPod email, buddy. <laughs> Bob Bob has, uh, for our EcoPilot listeners, Bob has given up on that. Uh, we have like three episodes recorded, and Bob refuses to post them. I have them on this computer. I just have to do it. What's the, what, what's the next one? Uncensored, right? I don't remember. We have Uncensored and Slamboree. Oh, that's it? Yeah. Oh. A very unique match. Oh, this is different for TNA. A mixed tag team match. Did they that. just censor Michael Shane? I don't know. I, I had my doubt. My Ooh, they might have just censored Michael Shane because it was at the commentary table, so they couldn't. Oh, yeah, because now here, listen to the sound. Because obviously it's going to be dubbed for us. Yeah, he said that for me. Well, here he did, but. At the commentators' table, when they were just talking, they couldn't redo that, so they, they cut it out. I think they it. cut it, and it was silent. Because all I heard was Tracy and Chris Saban, and then they like went to the entrance. So this sucks because it's gonna sound like the crowd is dead during it, and we have no idea. You know, speaking of Trinity, I see that uh, Trinity Fatu has made her Impact debut, and I feel like Trinity should come back and be like, "I'm the real Trinity." I'm the real Trinity. I was Trinity first. I think Trinity should come back. Uh, I am actually very excited that Trinity Fatu is 
in Impact. She is a, a very good women's wrestler and will be great in the Knockouts division. So, yeah, remember when her partner Cameron thought that she could pin somebody when her opponent's stomach mm-hmm. came this? Yeah, how could I forget? And here's Chris Saban and Tracy holding hands, which makes me very uncomfortable. It's so fucking weird. Chris Saban is one of the one of the wrestlers that you look at and you're like, you know, he does not need a valet. No. And it's just weird. Like, he does not need this. No. Michael uh, Shane, sure. Kazarian, sure. Chris Saban, no. Tracy fears Trinity. Um, also, dude, I sent you the text. Did you see it was backstage at Impact tapings? Come on. Did. CM Punk Impact returned since 2004. Yeah. He's back. Well, backstage. Yeah, he ain't doing shit. I texted my friend and said he needs to reunite with Mickey James and be the Gathering. And I feel like <laughs> he probably doesn't know what I meant by that. He has no idea what you meant. By and I actually, I don't know. He might have not he, even. He probably didn't respond to that. He's like, "What the hell are you talking about?" We got left on red for a TNA reference. He, no, he literally asked me something completely different after. <laughs> the TNA, the TNA, I understand. The TNA references are not for everyone. Uh, oh here, Especially I, back then when, like, there was, like, 2,500 buys. So, like, people <laughs> what are talking about. I should have threw out Julio De Niro. It's really threw a wrench oh in it. Oh, my God. Who's that, a magician? Saban and Michael Shane are fighting now after Tracy just ran around the ring with Trinity. Um, now I'm curious Trinity, how Trinity did slap her. Right. I'm curious how this match will go because TNA has always been um, loose with uh, mixed rules. Uh, guys can fight the women and vice versa. And as we've seen in the past, Michael Shane has thrown Tracy around like a rag doll. So I wouldn't be surprised if we get a little um, men and women uh, uh, action here. I mean, I know it's on pay-per-view, but even with the relationship with Fox, Fox Sports Net, you think we'll do it? Once again, Michael Shane chucked Tracy outside of the cage onto the floor. I think anything is possible. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Look at this roll. Look at it. We're just rolling all over in a small package. Yeah, are they going to roll onto the referee or what? Are we going to do that? No, we're not. Okay. I thought we were going to do that little cliche thing. Mm. Like the cat fight and the referees involved and... Yeah, and they'll like roll around and they'll roll over the referee, and the referee's like, Yeah, I did it. So they you're is this correct me if I'm wrong? Is this Tracy's first match? No, she's she's had to wrestle. I don't know, not in TNA though. That's what I mean. She had to have wrestled in the asylum, didn't she? I don't know. She was All involved right, a get... lot. Obviously, we know Trinity has wrestled. Yeah, Trinity. she's nearly the exhibition champion. <laughs> she probably should have been. Yeah, so we know that she. And she fought Jacqueline, who, by the way, is gone. She Jacqueline is an only. Oh, we're seeing. Oh, we saw some uh, Trinity, but yeah, a little yeah, bit. Yeah, she's she's wrestled a handful of times. She really? Involved, yeah, she was involved in the asylum tournament back in the summer of two thousand three. What? She teamed with David Young to defeat Cash and Trinity on the May twenty first two thousand three show. Okay, so she hasn't wrestled in two years. Yes, they they went all the way to the finals, losing to America's Most Wanted. I don't remember that. June 11th. I don't remember that. Did we watch that show? Yeah, we did. June 11th? What the hell? Look at this. She had two dark matches in 2004. 
So she's wrestled on screen. Look at, look at Saban jump springboard drop kick to uh, Michael Shane over Tracy. There's a huge uh, belly to belly suplex off the top that Michael Shane hit Saban with as well. So, wow, I did not know she wrestled that much. Okay. Well, this by is that a, much, it's, it's, it's like literally three matches. Okay, well, this is a great time to tell you guys that we watch too much, it's even if you just come to the TNA shows, and you know what? I just don't remember it all. Well, there's no way to... We didn't even remember the Asylum stuff after we watched the show. Right. Because there was It was very so WCW much. 2000. Oh. Um, you, don't, you think the AEW doesn't let anything breathe? Go watch some TNA 2003. Yeah, yeah, you guys don't want to talk shit about AEW. You need to watch some of that. Trinity holding the arms of Saban. And here comes, oh, Michael Shane almost hit Trinity. Now, the crowd is toned down because of the dub, but you can tell that they're still pretty into this, so. Yeah, they sound like they're not bored. Yeah, and if you can tell that over the dubbing, I mean, that's pretty good. Trinity going to the top rope after getting tagged in. So that means she's going to strike her Saban. Oh, missile drop kick. But is Saban going to touch her? No, she's not. Well, Shane just got tagged in, even though he wasn't on the apron. They've been very, um, very strict with the rules so far. Which, like I said, for TNA is actually kind of surprising. Well, they'll, they'll forget. My favorite shit is like in TNA, <clears throat> really in any promotion. It could be a tag team match. Like a tag team, no disqualification, falls count anywhere, Texas tornado. And uh, they're on the apron. <laughs> Tagging. Okay. Yeah, I don't like that shit. I don't either. Michael Shane really focusing on the chin lock here. If I was Michael Shane, I would just pull on uh, Saban's facial hair. That shit hurts. I'd probably submit it. Yeah, for real. Is there any rule about pulling on facial hair? I would say it's the same as hair pulling. They'll probably yell at you and give you a five count. You think so? Yeah, I feel like it's got to be the same. I think it hurts worse, though. I agree. But my understanding is there's no hair pulling, no facial hair pulling. I would uh, I'd go to the committee and argue that if I got disqualified. Hammering away on each other. Now, if this was Tito Ortiz after about two or three punches, you should be knocked out, probably. Right. Because he's a real fighter. Yeah, well, remember, we're, we're assuming we're going to see Jarrett knocked out in the main event. I, he has to get decked, right? He has to get punched. That's like the money shot you want to show on TV. Tito yeah. Ortiz knocks out the champion. Well, and you want that ESPN coverage, too. That's probably what they're going for. In Seguri's, Michael Shane doing a somersault sell. Rudy Charles employing the account, uh, the account. Okay, ready? Here we go. And that, that somersault sell was not a oversell either because of the weight of his uh, momentum. I don't hate it either, honestly. Somersault works. Tracy and Trinity going at it. How do we feel about Tracy's boots? Um, they remind me of Ty Valkyrie, so I like them. 
for for her for her specifically, I feel like they're a little weird, but I don't hate them. The boots just make me feel like she's shopping at Bloomingdale's or something. Right. Another little face buster. I mean, I gotta say though, it is nice that they're not just like wrestling in like skimpy clothes, like they're wearing wrestling gear. Oh yeah. It's not like a lingerie match. Exactly. Well, that's what I mean. Because if Tori Wilson was wrestling in this, she'd be in a thong. Yes. Oh, Tracy oh. pushed off the top. Every time she gets pushed to the floor, she like sells being hurt, which is fine. But it's always but, it's always her ankle. And I always think it's actually hurt. <laughs> and I always think it's legit, right? Doing some chops on the ramp here. Trinity slams Tracy on the ramp. She seems chucking her. She pulled her by the hair. One guy in the crowd taps her on the back. You got this. There's not an ounce of fat on her. <laughs> Is he going to slam her down? Scoop slam. So she's trying to take out Tracy. So uh, it looks like her. And Uh-oh. Now, this is a mixed tag, so he can't hit her. If this was intergender, then yes. Oh, okay. So that's where you think the rules are a little different. That's where I think, yeah, I think that's the... Uh... Oh. oh, we're rolling around again. We missed... I think she, did she spear her and they fell or something? Yeah, it was like a tackle. Springboard dive to the floor by Saban. Do you like the double pony that Michael Shane has right now? Uh, I don't hate it. It's it reminds me of like Jericho and WCW mm. type of hair. High pony and then a low pony. Yeah, but usually it was like on the top of his head. Yeah, Jericho did the yeah. top one. Oh, the the master of the hurricane Rana because Kikash is gone. Uh, Trinity hits one on Saban and then kicks him. Do you think Trinity's still dating Kid Cash at this point? Ooh, that's a really good question. I don't know. I don't know. That's a really good question. I'm going to miss Kid Cash, dude. That sucks. I am too. So the guy was like desperate to get fired. Yeah, and he eventually worked. It took him three years, but. Could you imagine? Oh, well, wait a minute. A low blow by Tracy. On... Wait a second. It? Wait a second. That's her partner. Wait a second. Oh, oh, Michael Shane just super kicked Trinity. What is going on? Double turn, double turn, <laughs> super kick to Saban. Oh, my God, dude. Michael Shane with the – it was a swerve? They nope. were together the whole dude, time? No wonder it made no sense to us because Tracy is with Michael Shane. Okay. Hear me out, Bob. <laughs> that match was good as fuck. Okay, and secondly, that's the best mixed tag match I've ever seen, I think. <laughs> and that finish was awesome. I was so confused for like two seconds. I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, dude, I totally. Wow. Wow. That was awesome. But I don't understand. Why would they? Why would they swerve them? I don't know. I don't understand that. Yeah, today. today goes, we were just swerved. 
Today's so confused. <laughs> I'm confused. I'm trying to wrap my head around, like, what is their logic of being like, oh, hey, let's trick these two people into thinking we're in a relationship so I can get a pay-per-view win? I don't know. I don't know, dude, but I like that. I'm putting that – that's – now, listen. I'm going to rank them right now, okay? <laughs> Kimberly Bates turns on Diamond <laughs> <laughs> Tracy turns like Chris Saban. <laughs> Honestly, I'm more shocked about that super kick that Tr- Trinity just got, though. I'll, I'll give you, I'll give you my list, right? I'll go Kimberly, Tracy, <laughs> and then Trish Stratus turning on Chris Jericho at WrestleMania. Oh, too. dude, that one's working good too. <laughs> Damn. Okay, join us Sunday, June nineteenth, our third anniversary. Bob, we've been doing this shit for three years. Yeah. Probably three years too long. I I consider this really our fourth season, though, because I do it by years, so. Right, oh two, oh three, oh four, oh five. Yeah. That's how we do it. See, dude, Slammiversary stuff gives me goosebumps, though. It's like, yo, look at all the stuff we've done in the past three years. Three years, three hours. They just showed Kid Cash, but he's fired. It's There's official. A There's a cage behind it. Wait a second. Yeah, yeah, wait, that's the lockdown back. Yeah. <laughs> Terry Taylor's back? What the fuck is Terry Taylor doing here? Is this the first one Scott Hudson's not here? Well, we don't know yet, I guess, but... I hate Terry Taylor. He knows a shit. Terry Taylor's an agent at this time, too, I think, isn't he? Oh, yeah. Pete Williams talking about how the whole world saw the win tonight. Ready to reestablish our dominance. That's uh, probably a good idea because you guys have been sucking for a while. Got a guy from Samoa, a guy from Puerto Rico, and the Wrestling Team Canada. And all the idiots out there chanting USA. That is pretty funny because no one in the ring was from the USA. Well, Puerto Rico is like a... It's a territory, I guess. What is going on? Team dominance over individual selfishness. And here comes Bobby Roode. Team Canada is like a pack of wolves. We hunt as a pack. We attack as a pack. We dominate as a pack. These biased American officials. Oh, because Roode... So he, he lost you lost the ta- the gauntlet thing. Yeah, so he's, he's mad nice. that he's the first one to enter the gauntlet. I forgot he was even in it already, and we literally just talked about it twenty just minutes ago. There's not some kind of bias here, Bobby. You, you lost the match. It was in the rules. What's that? I think they were just teasing someone for the the gauntlet, and and they said that's oh, like Dusty. sending one legged man into uh, something. Anyway, yeah, Dusty's do with you, Tito. Do you think Zach Allen? I mean, that was a pretty obvious right, call out, right? 
I know you like me, baby. Jeez. I didn't want the baddest man on the planet. I didn't want whatever. He's killing the Hunting Beach bad boy. He didn't want the real deal. Dila? Um, so he's going to give him the rough shirt. Is he going to give him the hat too? I'm actually wondering because it's in a very weird place on the table. I want you to call this match down the middle. It's weird that it has sleeves. Tito doesn't seem like a sleeve referee shirt to me. I feel like when he comes out, they'll be cut. And they gotta be, right? Hard justice will be served. He just said it twice. Hard justice will be served Tito or T style. Terry Taylor backstage with Raven. Wait. Jeff Hardy is not here. Raven, he's asking if Raven, if he's going to take out this on someone else because he's got the House of Fun match. Raven saying that he's mad that Jeff Hardy didn't have the cojones to show up in the House of Fun match. So he's saying that going through the tables didn't hurt Raven, but it hurt him bad enough that he didn't really want to show up tonight. Who cares about Tito Ortiz? Raven wants to be talked about. He's the biggest star. He doesn't hunt in a pack like Team Canada. He hunts alone by himself. That's not true. He had, a, he had the flock. He had a gathering. Oh. I shouldn't have made the gathering joke. Probably lost a friendship. I might have ruined everything I had. But what did what did he ask you after? Oh, about dinner. <laughs> he said he was completely off. Because I, I invited him out and uh, with some other friends, and um, yeah, so we were talking about that. Don't even bring it up. I'm never saying it again. I'm never going to mention the gathering again. I'm a human cancer. And I'm going to hurt somebody. So it is written. So it shall come to pass. Quote the raven nevermore. I miss the, I think you hear me knocking. I think I'm coming. Me too. It was dumb at the time, but now I wish we had it. Right. Look at the weapons in place, Bob. There's a staple gun, a trash handler. There's one side of a six sides of steel. There's a trash can, a chair, a chain. I saw ladders. This looks way more brutal than any House of Fun match we've seen in the asylum. Yeah, there's a, a su- substantial amount of weapons prepared for you. Here comes Raven. We have... Okay, never mind. I was going to say, I don't think we know who it is, but I think they just said in commentary... Why would they spoil it? Yeah. Kind of weird. 
Because Terry Taylor didn't. No, I don't hear it. Terry Taylor was very like, are you still going to do this? Are you going to like who like you're are you still going to hurt someone? Okay, well, now we hear the music and we know it's Sean Wallman. Maybe. Where is he? Sean Wallman. He didn't show up either. Uh, Sean Wallman has decided not to come out either. Oh. Oh, it's coming from behind. Okay, the funny part of that is the spotlight gave it away and Raven turned around, which obviously, obviously I know he knows, but the spotlight turned on and then that's when Raven turned around, so it's kind of funny. Uh, okay, so Mike tonight says we have no details on the missing Jeff Hardy. That's cool. I really have no idea where he's at. That's very odd. And the promo that Raven cut was basically like, he doesn't have the balls to fight me. Uh, there's blood already on Sean Woman's chest. So that's happening. Raking Raven's face on a cage, which is literally one side of the ring. Wow. Yeah, Raven quick with the blade jab. Wow. Oh, yeah. So today's saying is from the initial trash can shot. Drop toe hold into the garbage can. So Sean must have got paid. I would hope so. Choking Raven in the corner with his foot. He's going to go for that Bronco Buster. Get some blood all over his crotch. Rip his butthole open on the... Oh, no! Raven throws the trash can at his face. I love like I just love a cold house of fun match. But there's no there's no real reason for these guys to wrestle. Oh. oh the the end part of the trash can right to the face. The oh. hardest part of the ring. Are right, we trash can? Yeah. You know who I I would have put like Ron Killings in this spot because at mm. least there's some history there with Raven. Even if it's like a year ago. That's actually a pretty good point. But then I also, but you know what? Because like I understand why they would do Sean Wallen, but it's unadvertised. You're not gaining any. Well, yeah, exactly. Is, is Waltman busted open too? I can't, I can't tell. I think that might be Raven's blood on his tape. I'm a, yeah, I'm thinking so, but the way that he's gouging at his face. Oh, yeah, rub it on the cage. He's got to be busted open, though. Yeah. The bandana's off, so. Keeps, like, going at his eyes. I think he's definitely cut on his forehead. If you get some better camera work, we could stop questioning it. Oh, yeah, he's cut. He's cut. Oh, into, like, the stairs. He put on the brakes. Throws Waltman back into the ring here. Yeah, there it is. I feel like I haven't really seen Waltman bleed before. No, he doesn't really that much. Not that I've seen either. Yeah, 
Raven just pulled on his trash can lid and like seven weapons fell off. Yeah, everything on the chains just fell to the floor. Just hitting him with trash can lids. Over and over. Quote the Raven, nevermore, baby. I think you hear me knocking. I think I'm coming in. We're going to be getting some uh, black and white stills from this match, probably. Hell yeah, we are. Double trash can lids. By the way, if you guys are following along, we are 42 minutes and 16 seconds into this show. Which, how are we almost an hour in? This is crazy. This show is flying by. And I think it helps that I have not watched it, like, ever. So, Yeah, that's true. I have seen this match. So I think this is the only match that I can confirm to you that I've seen from the show, but that's it. I mean, I feel like I've seen highlights of it, but not the full match. I love how Raven got sent into a trash can, and now he has an ankle lock on Wallman. There's some Raven stuff that happens, I think, in maybe next year that, like, I vividly remember and I'm very excited to get to. Which, in hindsight, I don't know if it's any good, but I'm excited about it. 2006, Raven? I think. I don't know if there's really good 2006 Raven. I know, that's what I mean. But as it, I was, I was pumped as a kid. <laughs> Drop toe hold, no. Throws a chair at his face. Give me some thumbtacks. Give me a table. Let's do something like that. Oh. Oh. Spin kick. A little miscommunication there, it looked like, too. But they fixed it. It was good. On the clothesline. Oh, another spin kick by Waltman. Going for the Bronco Buster. Got it. Oh, man. It was like straight balls on the chin. Balls on the chin. Yeah, there's no hiding where his face was with that blood on the white crotch. X-Factor. I feel like Waltman's kind of blown up. Well. Or is he just selling the blood? I think he's blown up. Man, I think that it doesn't help. Yeah, that he's uh, definitely blown up. Look at that. Like him. a hardcore match that he. Yeah, I mean, it's his first singles match, too, right? I mean, everything else has been tagged. In yeah. a while. Yeah. This is his first match here in TNA. What? Who said that? I'm joking. Oh, I thought. The no, I, that was my joke about the Tracy. Like, there's a sign Raven for champ. So people still want that to happen, apparently. Yeah, we've been on that for two years. Yeah. Uh, we got a table here, and there is a ladder set up, so we're going to see some Jeff Hardy spot. They basically told Waltman, oh, this is dangerous. He's on top of the table punching Raven. This could break any second. Yeah, they pay. Yeah, what you were going to say, they probably just told Waltman, just do Jeff Hardy spots. Yeah, can you do Jeff Hardy's moves? What's the difference? Um, Where's he going? Hmm. He's going in between the posts. There's a ladder right there he could have just got on, but 
Yeah, why is he making this more difficult? He's not even higher than the ladder. Mm. Dude, Swanton Bomb by Sean Waltman through the table. He would have been higher on the ladder. Okay, apparently it's false count anywhere. That's news to me. Can we see that again, please, guy in the truck? Keith in the truck? No rules in the house. You're telling me they didn't tell him to do the Jeff Hardy Swanton spot. Every Sean Wallman match I've ever seen, he does a Swanton. <laughs> and he's bloody and goes through tables. Yeah. Yeah, this is just another day for Sean. Kevin Nash is probably going to come out and we'll do poetry in motion. Oh, Raven Effect. Kevin Nash, poetry in motion. <laughs> he's got a staph infection, so. We we were lucky enough to uh, see it. Yeah, he took off the Band-Aid for us. Yeah, as if, you know, we're like, no, dude, that's not real. Well, here, here it is. It's green and yellow. It was fucking nasty. Okay, we're outside the other side of the ring. Oh, no, that's the same side. Never mind. I didn't realize it's the same side of the table. Going up the ramp. Holy oh. shit. Just. He just threw Waltman off the side of the stage. And there happened to be a table right there. Thank God. Those fans probably just shit their pants. Dude, that's like... He's going for a cover. Nope, kick out two. That's got to be a what? Ten-foot fall. Ah, okay. Yeah, eight. Uh, Probably about, yeah, eight. Still. And it's a small space. Yeah, he just got fucking... He's dead. I don't know about Waltman recovering at this point. Let's see, Raven's under the ring. There's not enough weapons around it already. He's looking for something very specific. How do people not realize, like, wrestlers hiding things underneath the ring? Like, you know, the guy sitting up the ring, you just see Abyss, like, oh, you just put thumb down. What's he got? Handcuffs. And he's got kendo stick. A staple gun. That's good. Get him, Raven. You son of a bitch! Raven says, you have enough? He's on a microphone. You say piss off. I think he said piss off harder. Hmm. And so Raven did it again. Give me more, you pussy. <laughs> oh, oh. Oh, Dusty's out here. They're making him un- undo Waltman's handcuffs. That's bullshit. How did he have the keys? How did he know that he'd have handcuffs? Yeah, wait a second. This makes no fucking sense. Did Dusty put handcuffs underneath the ring and then have keys for it? <laughs> it was 
I don't understand. Now, of course, Raven doesn't know. Screw you. Dude, I remember this so much right now. Oh, shit. Oh, spin kick with a chair to the face. I like that Dusty nonchalantly comes out, undoes him, and leaves. I can't believe he'd get involved. That's a level of bias that's mm-hmm. just unacceptable in wrestling. Want him with the kendo stick now? Oh, staple gun. It's such an obvious plastic baseball mat right there. <laughs> Wait, I thought Raven threw the staple gun into the ring. How was it hanging? There might have been another one. Oh, there is. There's two. There's another one right there. Oh, he's fucking stapling Raven's head. Yeah, but unfortunately, there's not actually staples in that. You don't know. No, I know. It's a, it's a known thing. Still makes the sound whether the staples in it or not. Uh, I don't know if I know it. Okay, he's going off the rope here. Back body drop into the cage, and it fucking fell, and Walman rolled down. Now that's something that I remember seeing. One, two, and a three count. Yeah, there's no way you can kick out of that. That was a good hardcore match. Yeah. See, if I was CNA, I'd be like, hey, Sean, do you want to sign, like, a contract? <laughs> let's just let's just make this a, a working relationship. I don't know. You watch stuff like this, and then you remember, like, oh, yeah, they also did, like, the um, Monster's Ball, which is supposed to be this wicked, brutal match, and it, like, wasn't. And then you see this, and it's like, damn, this is what I want for, like, a Raven hardcore match. Right. That was good. That was enjoyable, yeah. Hard justice so far, man. Uh, we're almost the full first hour in has been pretty solid. Tito Ortiz talking to AJ Styles in the back. This seems biased, but okay. I was going to say, you better be talking to Jeff, too. The you AJ like to me? You're not even a wrestler, Tito. You're a UFC fighter. <laughs> oh, he is going to go to both locker rooms. Oh, okay. As you should. Oh, three left crew. They're dancing. What is happening? We're seeing a highlight package for something we have no idea what's about to happen. Oh my god. We're seeing throwbacks to uh, when Monty Brown joined force with Jeff Jarrett. Believe you're letting that punk get in your head. Full flex, man. Let's do the damn thing. Do the damn thing.
We've seen Conan approach the outlaw. What are you trying to do? Break up the crew? Yeah, I am. Have a little bia bia. I don't know what that means. Oh, that's something a bitch. Oh. Keep up. We're about to see it, the three life crew uh, split that we've been thinking. I wouldn't want to accidentally get hit by a guitar. Or chair. What a chair shot. So this is one package for something we have no idea that's about to happen. Is it like outlaw against Conan or something? That almost makes the most sense, but I don't really know. They're censoring the outlaw and stuff on the commentary too. Because it's obviously DVD version, they're covering their asses, you know. Hit him. It's got to be the next step of this, right? It's either he's going to hit him or he's joining him. So we got to know at this show, I feel like. See, it's so weird. Yeah. Lisa lockdown footage here. Out. Period. What does DB shirt say? One jack off? Yeah. Wait, DDP's waiting for BG James. Who do, you, who do you think, man? So DDP got a text from actually it looks like a pager, but whatever. En route travel problems or something that said. DDP's pretty fucking mad. That's a bunch of bullshit. Ron Kelly's in here. Oh. Killing says at least you got a message. I didn't get that. You need a partner? I'm here. To do the damn thing. Okay, so Ron Kelly's in is DDP's partner now. BG James is gonna show up, right? See, even today's like, are you buying that? So we have the uh, dub over, so it's very quiet right now. Yeah. Monty Brown making his way to the ring. I'm loving the black and gold attire. That he's this getting. is a good look. And I love how TNA has so many lawsuits about names that two matches now have to have dubbed over commentary. Yeah. 
is two wrestlers are using names. That Monty Brown also got a little, got a little scruff on his face too. He's uh, I like this look a lot, definitely. He's a heel now, so he's gonna have a little bit. Of... I like it. Well, we haven't seen him in three weeks, so. Ooh. Ooh. It's we funny. JP say it out loud. You can still say it. Yeah, you can still hear it in the background. I like to kiss him. I like to show him. They didn't even blur out the outlaw. Yeah, I mean, what are we doing? Very hit and miss, yeah. Maybe because they're saying, oh, it's the fan that's saying that. My best. It's me. It's D D P. Okay, so <clears throat> as uh, we see more entrances here, let's let's just take a a look, a throwback, if you will, Bob, for some some theme song lyrics, because now I got it in my head. Okay, it's about the outlaw. I'm an ass man. Yeah, I'm an ass man. Yeah. I love to love him. I love to kick him. I love to shove him. I love to stick him. Love to flaunt him. I love to watch him. I love to pick him. And I'm going to kick him. <laughs> I love to pick him. <laughs> now, does he mean pick him, like literally pick them, or like pick him? Like, oh, hey, that's the one I want. I, um,. I like to imagine that it's like picking a wedgie. That's what I like. <laughs> Here comes Ron Killings. Oh, man. This is the final match on the card, Bob, that we are unaware of. We know the rest of the card completely. Okay, that's good. And it we got it sucks that this match has had zero hype on TV. Well, and it definitely could have. That's like the thing that kind of sucks here. We just had a wicked long video package for something that had no TV time, essentially. And then after the video package, like, oh, by the way, that video package featuring a guy who's supposed to be in the match, he's not here. Irrelevant. Well, Killings is in <laughs> I'm not buying it at all. Why don't they believe it? PG James literally sent the message. Because they're saying that it's the pass between him and the outlaw, so he's trying to avoid the confrontation. I can I can see it. I mean, I would believe that, but I'm pretty sure that in WWF 2000, like, Road Dog and them turned on Billy Gunn. So I don't know why he would be afraid of a physical confrontation. It's not like he hasn't beaten him up before. Right. But the history, dude. 
I'm dragged by DDP. And I was, I was mocking my bro. I didn't know what he was doing that for a second. How do you feel about the one jack off? Sure. I don't like that at all. So it's a one jack off and it has playing cards on the front and it has like a queen. Queen, uh, I think it's like a 10. Is there a 10 in there? 10 queen, king, ace, and the jack is flipped so you don't see it. I don't get it. But I don't understand how it's one jack off. Is he calling himself a jack off? <laughs> I don't know, dude. Oh, hey, you're such a jack off. So it's DDP the jack off. I don't know. I was not expecting a Matt Rustling clinic here to start off the uh, tag match. Monty Brown laying him in on DDP here. I'd say this is the match I care least about on the show so far because it's like you said, nothing not on TV. Absolutely. It's it's just here. I'm still I'm still riding that high from that mixed tag match. The double turn swerve that happened. Holy shit. I still don't understand from a storyline perspective. Well, we'll why they had more a... on impact, hopefully. I mean, Michael Shane threw her out of the cage. Like you said, and I forgot about that. Yeah, but they have like, that's a history like, oh, thing. Hey, we're together again. Maybe it means Kazarian's coming back. No, he hasn't even debuted on Velocity yet. Oh, okay. Never mind, though. Oh! Now, I told DDP to suck it. He wants Ron Killings in the ring. He doesn't want one jag off. He wants... Ron Killings. He wants Kate Quick. Tooth, tooth, tooth. Allah slams Killing's head into the corner. Goes for a, a right hand, but he ducks it. And, oh, my God, Killing's laying him in. Irish whip, he comes back. Goes for an arm drag. Or a hip toss, sorry, but he kind of sat down with him. Oh, that's an arm drag. Crowd does like Ryan Killings. Yeah, they do. When you can hear him over the dub, you know it's good. Tilt to whirl, head sister, beautiful by Ron Killings. Truth, 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 truth. Bob, don't forget, very soon we have a gauntlet for the gold match still. Yeah. So in the middle of a pay-per-view, we have a battle royal. At least we get to just, we're going to just sit back and just relax during that one, baby. I can't wait. 20, it's like 20, it's 20 guys, right? Yeah. So there's going to be a whole bunch of guys that mean probably nothing. Yeah. That company. Do you think it'll be any major like debuts or anything or returns? Um, I think it'd be a really great opportunity. I'm just not sure who that could be. Tevin Nash. I mean, that'd be cool, but staff infection, not for me, brother. Oh, you know what? Speaking of Kevin Nash, I saw some posts because you know he's very supportive of. Uh, uh huh. Like the uh, LGBTQT plus whatever community. 
And he said, um, he was like, I think it was like a 2004 interview. He was like, you know, Scott Hall and I have contemplated like being a, a, a gay character. I was like, how manly would it be for Scott Hall and Kevin Nash to just come out and be like, gay? I saw that, dude. I thought it was so funny. I was like, holy shit. <laughs> Could you imagine? All those people, they were like, yo, outsiders. Like, oh, by the way, we're gay lovers. They'd be like, what? What? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Nice uh, right hand there by the outlaw. I could just picture him pitching that to uh, Bischoff and Bischoff just going white. What? Yeah. Kevin Nash is is um, part of the generation, specifically of wrestlers, who I feel like are usually like bigots and like fucking awful, and he always proves that I feel good about being a Kevin Nash fan. Right. Yeah, because you know the guys from like the mid to late eighties and early nineties, you'd think they would have just I don't know old time way of thinking, I guess. Yeah, but nope, he's uh he's pretty awesome. Yeah, I like Kevin Nash. I like old man Kevin Nash even better than I liked other Kevin Nash. I just like how honest he is. Yeah, he'll be like, in my life, I've done like four bumps. <laughs> <laughs> he knows. I used to, I, I never, I never bump. So he's like, he'll be like, when I see people going through light tubes and shit, it's like, brother, you're working yourself, man. Don't do that. <laughs> you're, you're working yourself. He's right. I can't really think of times that he's taken a major, major bump. I mean, a major bump was when he tore his quad, but that wasn't even from a move. That was just from running. There you go. GDP is in here with Monty Brown. Oh, he knocks him down very quickly. He's getting him one jack off. Oh, yeah, baby. Powerbomb? Sit down, powerbomb. One, two, no, outlaw with the save. Big Boot sends Monty Brown to the floor. We're probably going to get Monty Brown DDP at Slammiversary, right? Like that would make sense. I could see that. Oh, fuck me. Oh, my God. Five, I thought they got fired. So did I. Five out to Slam. But, like, wh- like why? <laughs> why are they out here? Did they throw out the match already or no? No. I oh, okay. They're going after DDP. Is this a way to write him off? Oh. Oh, my God. Diamond Cutter. He broke out. Oh. Tilly gets crotched at the DDP. Sent the referee into the ropes. That should be disqualification. Diamond Cutter. Bang. How does that not count as a DQ? I don't know. Referees, that should be DQ. Cutter to freaking 
Oh, oh shit. the pounce by Maya Brown. One, two. He got it. Wow. Well, I'm glad that Maya Brown got the pin. Yeah, he needed that. What the fuck? Five Delta Slam, are we serious? That, yeah, I don't understand. That. No BG James for real? Yeah. Yeah, maybe he actually had travel problems. Hmm. No, I bet you he'll show up right before the main event. They're going to miss the match. What happened? And then Conan's like, yo, where were you? Oh, bro. You know we have triple A. And he'll be like, I didn't want to go to I didn't want to go to Mexico. And he'll be like, No, the service, dog. And he'll be like, Oh shit, you're right, I did. Oh man. Business. Bob, we are we're in the middle of a pay-per-view and we're getting a backstage sit-down interview with the naturals. Wearing pink. Now of course they're gonna talk about Chris Candido here, which I understand, but Talking about the rebirth of the natural since Chris Candino was with him. Without Chris Candino, can you maintain this success? Says that they're saying that he was the third natural. Without him, they would. Without him, they would not be taking champions. Taught us how to be champions, remain champions, and be strong. We're not alone, Mike. So yeah, Chris looking down on him. Wait a second, wait a second. They just teased that a, so a true legend has been giving them support. And today is like, well, who are you talking about? And they're like, nah, we're not getting into that right now. Hmm. Mm. Chris Candido taught them how to be a great tag team, yeah. great wrestlers. Do you think they don't even know? Probably. Like they'll, they'll figure it out later. It's TNA. Oh, wow. We're going to the tag team title match right now. So then I'm taking it for obvious reasons. Really. The Naturals aren't going to... They're probably not going to be heels anymore, right? I, how can they? I don't, the sympathy level here, I don't think it, it makes sense here. Natural history. There's only one tag team who's got a winning win-loss record against America's Most Wanted. The most wanted list. And they've dedicated this to Chris Candido. So if you boom, you're an asshole. <laughs> if you lose, you're an asshole? Is that what you just said? 
Did you just say if they lose their asses? Who is no, that? No, if they boo. Is that uh, Soul Calvary? No, that's not Soul Calvary. That's somebody else. If they boo Chris Candido, or uh, the Naturals there. Here come the Americans on one. We find that that's that news. Guilty. Right, let's see, James Storm. James Storm is smiling, and I feel like that means the tag team titles are switching hands. Folks. Do not. They should definitely not he, switch the titles. He is not boo-boo facing tonight. I've never. I don't even think when he wins, I don't think I've ever seen him coming down, slapping hands. He's smirking. This guy's happy. Hmm. Sign that said the most most mohan is overrated. Coming out with uh, Chris Candido uh, shirt or towel. I think it's a towel. Did they come out the heel side? Yeah, I think they did. Hmm. Yeah, so they technically came out the heel ramp, but I don't think they're heels. CC. Well, you know what I would do? I would put chloroform uh, in that towel. And then, <laughs> like, hey, Chris Harris, James, don't smell that. And then they pass out in one, two, three. That's what I would do. Do you think they're going to use the chair? They're probably going to use the chair, right? Yeah, I would assume. They set up the chair and put the towel on it as if he is sitting ringside. What the fuck, Rudy? Why are you holding the titles like that? Yeah, he's... I don't know what's going on. The show's falling apart. We're an hour, 15 minutes, 32 seconds in, and the bell has just rung. Our tag team title match is underway. I'm getting a standing ovation. Crowd's chanting, yeah. Stevens and Storm kicking off the tag team title match. Hammerlock by Storm. Stevens not going to submit to that. It's too early. A wrist lock might do it, but not a hammerlock. Steven counters. Little twist here, little twist there. By far, the most dominant team as we move towards time anniversary. Oh, roll up. I'm drag. I'm drag. I'm drag. I'm drag. Thanks, <laughs> There's a lot of... <laughs> That's how we're nice going to call the rest of the show, guys. <laughs> Cover. I'm drag. <laughs> I'm, oh, 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 we're counter oh, arm drag. Oh, that was a counter. Arm bar. People are going to think that we're trolling, but no, those <laughs> were all arm drag. Aside from the two leg sweeps. That is literally what it was. Tag. You would think that Ricky Steamboat was in this match. Irish whip. Leapfrog. <laughs> Atomic drop. First leg sweep. <laughs> Cover. 
That's how we're gonna do the rest of the show, guys. We we should just talk like we're AI, because you know damn well AI would just be doing that. I should, maybe I should ask uh, AI what they think about the Nationals versus uh, America's Most Wanted. Yeah, <laughs> or Justice. Two thousand five. One second. Let me see if I can get on. Yeah, Harris got sent shoulder first into the corner by Stevens. Here comes Andy Douglas. Sent into the ropes. Shoulder block. Feet properly. Catapulted his feet. That's uh, Harris. Douglas sent into the ropes. Double... Well, no, uh, basically an H bomb there. Douglas. An H bomb. Driving Douglas to the mat. Storm going for a cover, but Stevens makes the save at two. Hip toss, no counter. Douglas. Try to do like a famous Rigo sells for a running neckbreaker. One, two, kick out by Storm. I wouldn't be happy with the count either there, Douglas. Rudy Trails tends to count slow. Yeah, it's true. Oh. Bulldog of sorts. Okay, Bob, I'm in. What did you think of the NWA tag? Team championship match between America's Most Wanted and The Naturals at TNA Hard Justice 2005. You wanted AI, Bob? We're bringing AI to the show. Oh, wow, it's actually giving me, like, a whole thing. Hold on. <laughs> oh, my God, it's writing three paragraphs. It's probably super, like, generic stuff. Bulldog by uh, Harris to Stevens here. One, two, no, Douglas makes the save. As an AI language model, I do not have personal thoughts or emotions, and I'm not able to watch videos. <laughs> However, I can provide you with some information about the NWA Take Team Championship match between Eric as well and the Naturals. This match was highly anticipated encounter between the two top teams in TNA at the time. Miracles was wanted, consisting of James Dorm and Chris Harris. Or the, this is already wrong. Because <laughs> they were the champions. Were the, were the reigning champions, while the Naturals, made up of Andy Douglas and Evans, were the challengers. The match was back and forth. It was a back and forth affair with both teams trading momentum and delivering some impressive maneuvers. This is not accurate. <laughs> they were not the champions. I'm surprised that it's not accurate. And then at the end it goes, many fans and critics uh, praised the match for its high energy and exciting action, as well as the chemistry between the two teams. The the match has been regarded as one of the best tag team matches in TNA history and is still remembered fondly by many wrestling fans. I don't know about that. I'm going to write, but America's... (laughs) 
most you're gonna, wanted. You're going to question AI? Your, your computer's going to blow up. I just wrote, but America's most wanted were the challengers in this match. Dot, dot, dot. Harris getting set into the railing. Ribs first. Ah, uh, look at it. It fixed itself. Wait, what? It edited it. You're like, I apologize for my error. You are correct that they were the challengers. <laughs> you could probably say that about any match and then just lie to the AI, and they'd probably be like, yeah, you were right. Yeah, uh, the, both teams brawling around the arena here, and Andy Douglas takes Harris off the stage into like one of the walls. It does say the match was still a highly anticipated and competitive encounter with both teams showcasing their skills and athleticism. Suplex to Chase Stevens on the ramp by James Storm. Once again, I apologize for my stake in my previous response and hope that the information is helpful. We're getting the perspective of the Spanish announcer in there. Not Joel and Jose. Moody Jack and Armando Quintero there. Look at it. Counter, counter, counter Irish whip. Chase Stevens fell. Oh, Andy Douglas whipped into the guardrail. Or sorry, into the apron. My bad. Yeah, who do you think you are? AI? The highly anticipated encounter. One of the best tag teams in tag team matches in TNA history. What do you want me to ask it about about the show, Bob? Um, that's a really good question. How about this? Ask for the complete results of Hard Justice 2005. No, it'll give me that. I, I'm telling you right now, dude. One time I used it, I was like, um, tell me all of Bret Hart matches from Nitro 1998. And it was so blatantly wrong. It was incredible. Okay. Here, I'll, I'll, I'll do it. No, I'm asking. I just won't look past the... Holy shit. Is it wrong? Dude, it's so wrong. Yeah. <laughs> See, I'm telling you. What in the world? Okay, I'm going to read this to you guys because this is like... Unbelievable. <laughs> this is unbelievable. There's only one match that I don't know if it's actually the right answer or not, and it's the one we're watching, but we already me and the chat already talked about it. So of course right. it's gonna bench. Oh, the fans were holding up a chair. James right. Storm Irish Whip Chase Stevens right into it. Okay, so first off, we uh, tonight, guys, we saw Chris Sabin defeated Alex Skipper. <laughs> then we saw the the diamonds in the rough. Simon Diamond and Triton again <laughs> defeat Lance Hoyt and Matt Bentley. Oh my god. Monty Brown defeated the Outlaw. And it talks about this match, which I'm going to leave that as it is because I don't know what it is and I don't want to spoil for us. But then we saw Abyss with Father James Mitchell defeated Sabu in a barbed wire massacre match. Then we saw Raven defeat Sean Waltman. No disqualification match. And then, is this a look into our future? It might be. Jeff Jarrett defeats AJ Styles in the NWA World Heavyweight title match. Oh, wow. Is it a look into our future? That's the only reason I said that one. This one we're currently watching, so I didn't want to spoil what it could potentially be. And then it goes, I hope that helps. 
That's funny as fuck. We are still brawling ringside, throwing against the chairs, the guardrails. Andy Douglas and Harris are in the ring. Andy Douglas off the top. Oh, he lands oh. an atomic drop. His nutsack is not feeling good now. He'd be close on by here. Next time I see Bob, I'm going to give him an atomic drop. I'll give you a torture, right? No. G. Stevens, Irish whip, comes back, ducks the clothesline, takes him out. Will Shawn Michaels kip up? Absolutely, Shawn Michaels. He did the kip up, too. But James Storm is waiting behind him. And... Oh, it's second ride? Oh, really, Bert, isn't it? Eye of the Storm. Oh, Eye of the Storm. My ride, my bad. The second ride is one of the... Out of the, out of the corners. Yeah, yeah, it does. Damn it. I, sh- I knew that. The AI that's messing with you. It's just fucking AI, man. Why is Rudy Charles being a bad referee at I the feel show? Like we're gonna be. We got a, the DVD switching mid match. Oh, it is. There's six seconds left. Oh my god. Oh my god. I'm nervous. Why? Okay. Oh, okay. Mine switched very seamlessly. Yeah, mine never does. So I'll be probably about a minute behind you. Ooh, I don't like to do that. That's weird. Yeah, Harrison on the top here with Chris Stevens, or sorry, Chase Stevens, and. Andy Douglas is going underneath him. Now, I don't know what James Storm is about to do. What the fuck? This is the weirdest tower I've ever seen. Holy shit. Jay Stevens is like a backflip. Bob, are you with us here? Yeah, I'm I'm still behind you. but We'll go up a little. I know. I, yeah, I want to see this. Yeah, that was a crazy flip there. What what are you uh, time wise? Fifty five, fifty six, fifty seven, fifty eight. Okay. Let me know when you get to one eleven. Okay. Everyone's laid out here on the mat. Ten, eleven. Okay. And we're back. That was a dangerous little flip he did. Okay, I'm done. I'm done talking to Chad GPT. It's writing too much. It doesn't know anything about pro wrestling. Not very much. Cool. Here's a big clothesline to Stevens. It's a good this is the eight second, right? Right? Yeah. Yeah, it is. That's the eight second. Holy shit! I thought he was gonna. I thought he was gonna be in. I can't believe we just switched mid match. Yeah, that does like that never happens. That can't have been how it was on the DVD. There's no way. I have a feeling that our version might be split there, and soon we will see the switch to disc two. Hmm. 
Catatonic. Catatonic. No, counter. That's not a driver. Okay. Oh. Not I've never seen Stevens do that. They're acting like that was his finishing move. I know. Extremes are changing power bomb, I think. That's what I thought they were saying too, but I wasn't sure. Those were a super kick. Oh. Natural disaster. Oh. Nope. Spear oh. by Harris to Douglas. Super kick by Storm to Stevens. Oh, crowd's booing them. They're booing AMW. <laughs> that's, that's not good, dude. That's not good at all. Going for the death sentence, but no, we're not. Douglas shoves Harris off the crowd. Like Holy that. shit. Storm knocks Douglas off. One, two. Stevens had a rope and his feet on the ropes and he pins Storm and Storm is wearing a green thong. It looked like <laughs> I knew you were gonna say that. Um, the crowd just went nuts that the Naturals won. Yeah, we just got another double turn, Bob. Well, here, well, here's the thing. Okay, I don't think that's a turn at all. But here's the thing: that AMW has been so dominant in the tag team division that at some point they're gonna turn on them. It happens every time. Yeah. And then you know what? AMW can't even, can't even be mad because Chris Candido would have done the same thing. The Naturals have more wins over AMW than any tag team in TNA history. Yeah, they have their number. Okay, we're in the Jeff Jarrett locker room now. Retito's about to. Nope, David Young says... He goes, what do you think you're doing? He goes, I need to speak to Jeff. I'm just trying to do my job. Just move along. Tito. Tito. I don't want to, but I will hurt you. Oh. Monty, we got it. Sorry, Tito, you are not as big as the alpha male. No, you're not. Monty Brown, Tito Ortiz, bound for glory. Book it. What's this? Oh, this is Shocker and uh, Daniel's build. Drake, Shocker, and Saban were the last two in that exhibition escape match. I am Mr. TNA. If anyone wants to get in my way, fuck them. So we have this match gone for the gold, and then is it the main event? Or am I yeah. No, I think. Three matches, isn't it? Yeah. There's still an hour 20. How long is that gone for the gold now? Probably at least a half hour. I mean, it's got to be. And then AJ and fucking Jeff. That whole segment will be fucking 40 minutes. All right. Well, I might as well take my pee break now. Okay, you do that now. I'm going to wait until the gauntlet. (laughs) 
And here we go. X Division Championship match. The X Factors. First ever meeting. Shocker's Quest. Will his be the first ever X Division X Division champion? He falsely claims to be Mr. TNA. There's no denying that he is the leader of the X Division. No limits. Mr. X Division, as it says here. Here comes Shocker with a sweet sombrero. He's freaking hype here. Oh, he throws the sombrero into the crowd. Oh my God, people are going nuts about that. And here comes Daniels, our X Division champion. Christopher Daniels. Can he retain against Shocker? We'll see. I'm thinking probably, but. World's best will be Mexico's best, Daniels yells into the camera. The bell has rung. I didn't want to miss Shocker's uh, somersault. No, you definitely don't want to miss this. I can't believe this crowd is training. Let's go Shocker. That seems a bit forced. Ooh, cheap shot by Daniels. Almost knocked him out. Straight jab. Whoa, we're going fast. So the triple, triple mania is happening around this weekend, they're saying. So Shocker chose hard justice over triple mania. I, I wonder which show would have paid more. a fair point probably not hard justice although i don't know because triple mania is triple triple a um i don't know if shocker is really wrestling in triple a at this time hurricane ron it's still the word hud scissors there's a head scissors yeah. off the freaking apron there i'm gonna try to look real quick because i'm curious about because i know he's a big cmll guy 
Daniels on his feet. Shocker. Holy shit. That was a weird looking dive, but uh, it was a good counter. Yeah. Daniels, but like Moonsault, he pretty much slammed down his feet. Shocker going for another dive. He got it. Dive, yeah. Sugar Man, it could have been a joint show that year. Okay, so I. Um, look at this. Another look at the head scissor. So, Shocker's first Triple Mania appearance, or sorry, Triple A appearance, uh, it does look like it's in June. Daniels with a swinging neck break over the middle world. Yeah, so he wasn't appearing there just yet, but. But was Triple Mania, Triple A, and a CMLL joint show? I don't think so, but I can look. Please hold. They might have the show name wrong. Because they said Triple Mate. Oh, wait. Yeah, yeah. Well, this says... May 15, 2005, but then I'm also seeing June 20th, so I don't know. Um, okay, let's see. No, it doesn't look... Wait. No, it doesn't look like it. Well, maybe he was the same generically, like, oh, he's a Mexican wrestler, so he's... Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think so, too. But, fun facts... Uh, we will talk about this, I am sure, in indie notes here eventually. But Conan uh, actually fought Vampiro and defeated <laughs> him by TKO. Really? Yeah. Wow. They did not like each other. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know if I knew that. Does it tell you how long the match was? Let me look it up on Cage Match. I'm not on Cage Match. They might have made it up by that point, but they did not like each other. I know for a while. Like in WCW, they did not get along. Koji Clutch by Daniels. I love the Koji Clutch. Gouging his eye. Yeah, what is he? No. Daniels, No time on here. I wonder if it's on YouTube or something. Uh, Mike Tenney's talking very highly of Daniels here on commentary. Shit, okay, well, on YouTube, there's a match between Vampiro and Conan from 2009. Whoa. Hair versus hair match? 
Whoa. Conan, Conan never had hair. What is Yeah, that? wait a second. At least not at that time. No, I remember there being like a mic between like Mike Awesome and Conan on Nitro in 2001. Hair versus hair. And Conan doesn't have hair. So, of course, Mike Awesome loses. Is that when he was doing the like 70s thing? That 70s? Oh, he, he was with uh, Team Canada. Ah, the Team Canada. So, okay. I couldn't remember. Oh, I found it. You did? Yeah, May 15th, right? Yeah. Yep, it's on here. I'm going to guess it goes less than 10 minutes. The whole video is, well, the match started at about 14 minutes. Conan wearing, like, 1993 Conan attire, not 3-Live Crew attire. Yeah, he doesn't wear that. Remember, there's an interview. He doesn't wear... The, gangst- the gangster uh, attire in Mexico. Wow. Couple chops back and forth here, Shocker. Well, you know what? That's one of the benefits of this podcast, because I never would have even looked that up. Right. Look at these chops back and forth here. Shocker off the rope. I feel the like Conan Russell's way different, too. Mm. This is probably the best that Shocker has looked here in TNA so far is in this match against Daniels. I agree. He started off really good with the head scissor thing off the apron and the suicide dive. And the dives and stuff like that. Frog splash. That was good. One. Two. See, but that's the unfortunate thing. He's, he's, He's clearly good, but they're forcing him on the fans and putting him in less than good showcase matches that people don't care. Well, I mean, the way he debuted too. There, we didn't. Did we? Do we have a vignette of him? I don't think so. Right, because he came out as he unmasked. Yes. And then it was like, oh, you know, Tenay's freaking out as if we would all know it's Shocker from Mexico. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. he missed that. So he. Did a, a uh, split like Moonsault and stab. I don't think I've ever seen him miss the best Moonsault ever that bad. I mean, he completely missed him. Yeah, like not even close. Even Chakra, I feel like, looked over and was like, uh... Am I supposed to sell that, brother? <laughs> like, he didn't even get a hand on him. Oh, yeah, it was a complete miss. Speaking of brother, you need to listen to the Laps Fan Dallas. I know. With the, with the TNA story that they're doing. It's fucking so good. It's so good. I'm always down for some TNA stuff, and if it's if TNA. you think if you say it's good, then it's got to be. So. It's total nonstop Hogan. That's their show title for it. Okay, I'll have to look that up. Oh, big drop kick to the head of Daniels by Shocker. The next time you have to mow the lawn, just find it and then listen to it in your ear. There are some fans chanting for Shocker here. Yeah, but it's probably JB that's saying, like, yo, guys, chant it. You can come backstage and get a t-shirt. Yeah.
Amos has him hooked, but shocker front suplex off the mill rope. Wow. Shocker crawling over. Is he gonna do it? Where's he going? He's going to the legs. STF. It's putting the FU on him. Or the STFU, excuse me. <laughs> he was saying, no, he ain't going to give up. No. No, bite his wrist. That's smart. Bite He's wrist. biting the thumb. He's so mean. It's a good way to break the hold. Camel clutch. Bite his fingers again. There you go. Smart. That's Shocker's fault. He should have worked gloves. Mm-hmm. Shocker's yeah, I'm set up for something. Going for uh, over the shoulder. Oh, he oh. got first into the corner. Overhand chop. Is he going to do a top rope or a crown? No, looks like he's got him. Oh, maybe he is. Daniels countering. Crotches him on the top rope. Oh no, Angel's wings? From the rope. Oh. Oh shit. That's gotta be it. Yeah, it's oh, he's taking how long he's, he's taking the cover him though. Here. He got it. That was good. That was a better match than I expected. Yep, I agree. I'm very pleasantly surprised about that. Yeah, I thought that'd be a lot more boring. There's some good spots in there, stuff that we really haven't seen. I mean, I don't think I've ever seen him hit the Angel's Wings off the middle rope like that. I so. But we also didn't remember that Tracy had wrestled two years ago. That is also true. Yeah, that was good, but unfortunately, uh, I do think it's, I mean, I don't know for sure, but. I mean, are we really going to see Shocker much more? I feel like if he was going to stick around, they would have had to have him win the title here. No, I don't. I don't think he needs to win the title. Yeah, but they're pushing him as this like big new uh, Mexican star. I feel like he kind of would have had to. Daniel's on the mic. Ladies and gentlemen, Mister TNA just defeated Miss Mexico's best luchador. So lift your voices in song to the greatest X Division wrestler in the world today, the Fallen Angel, Christopher Daniels. Hmm. Oh, he is today. He's the champion. He is the greatest. 20 man gauntlet for the gold. 
We have a highlight video for the gauntlet. This is weird. Why are they playing Abyss's music over? I mean, I, I know they're showing it, but why is that? The is that pretty much telling us? Uh, well, he's the last one in. But yeah, I I mean, honestly, without knowing anyone else in it, I kind of just feel like it's Abyss. But if it's if Abyss doesn't win this, it's because a major name is going to surprise us or something. Which would actually be really cool for them because the gauntlet for the gold, like sometimes there's like fun people in it, but I would say there's never like a holy shit moment. Well, remember the one guy that was cosplaying as Scott Steiner? That was Dude. Oh my god. That's good stuff. That you can't was get good. Scott Steiner, but we'll create one. Kind of like fake raising do. Oh, here we go. Are you going to are you going to do your piss break before this or what? Uh, I'm going to wait to see the first two and then I will run quickly. The first one is rude. I know that. I'm going to say the second one is uh, Shark Boy. No Shark Boy. Oh wait, it is Shark Boy because he won the match. Right. He beat he beat David Young. I was going to say wait. No, it's not him. Okay. Yeah, I agree with you. You think it's you think he's number two? Yeah, I think he's going to be two now. Oh, Terry Taylor showed Robert Root or Bobby. Oh, oh see, I gotta stay. Like, I gotta stay. See, this is why I, I knew okay. it. Yeah, okay. So it can't be Shark Boy then, because I feel like you wouldn't have had that. Oh my God, Shark Boy. Oh, oh shit, is that yeah. Gowan? It is that Gowan. I said, one leg. Look today. What the hell? What the hell? Now this is post his WWE run, right? How how fresh are we off of it? He uh, was gone by like the end of two thousand three, I think, or two thousand four. Oh, whoa! Yeah. Okay. He was he was maybe there barely a year, I think. So there's welcome back to TNA. Tenacious Z. Uh, he's got the boot untied, a little callback to the Roddy pulling his, his uh, leg off. So now these guys will be going after for a minute. There's 20, so we're guaranteed at least 20 minutes of this. Okay, so on that note, Bob, I'm glad that he's here. Hold us down. Oh, I will. Uh, Bobby Roode just stole his leg. Yep, I said that. Bobby Roode has Zach Gowan's leg. What's he going to do? Oh, he tried to hit him with it, and he missed. Gowan with the dropkick. Elbow. Oh, but Roode stops him with a kick. It is pretty impressive what Gowan can do, literally on one leg. Roode with a suplex attempt, but Gowan counters and hits a reverse DDT like he's Sting. He's Scorpion Death dropped him. Going to the middle rope, moonsault, he hits it. Who is coming out next? Reds, double zeros. Oh, it's Eric Young. That's not good for Gowan. But Gowan's taking his, or uh, Young is taking his time. It looks like he might be afraid of Gowan. I don't know. Chop block here by Rude. Stomping away on the knee, the right knee. 
Gallon. Young is really taking his time. He's still not in the ring. We got 40 seconds on the timer. So it's a waste of 20 seconds to double team this guy. Root is swinging Gowan around and throws him down to the mat. Followed by a running kick. And now Young is doing it too. All right. I don't know why he wasted 20 seconds. Getting in the ring here. Gowan trying to fight back with some strikes here, but it's two against one. Who could be? Who could save Gowan? You got ten seconds left. If A one comes out, then they just really hate Gowan for leaving them in two thousand three for more money. Here comes the next entrant, Cassidy Riley. I thought that was Jerry Lynn for a second. I swear <laughs> to God, he has the same set of hands on. I thought that was Jerry Lynn too. Handspring back elbow by Cassidy Riley. Wow, dude. So, Zach Gowan's back in TNA. Is this a one-time, or are we going to see him forever now? Not forever. <laughs> I really like Cassidy Riley. He has that yeah, baby face fire. I think so, too. Okay, so this is only over-the-top-to-the-floor elimination until the final two and where it's pinfall submission. And I think right. or it's only pinfall or submission, right? You can now. Yeah. Yeah. All right, down to five seconds now. Who could be coming out next? A one. Say my oh, name. Fuck shot area. Dallas has a Rice Krispie treat. That's nice. I needed something. Blame you. Springboard moonsault. If I skip around to Rude. You missed it. Uh, so Eric Young was the third guy to come out, and he literally wasted 20 seconds getting to the ring. I thought he was afraid of Zach Gowan, but it wasn't. Wow. So like, they wasted 20 minutes or 20 seconds in that double teaming Gowan. That's kind of interesting. It's weird. Now we're down to 15 seconds. No one has been eliminated. Now, I don't mean to sound cruel with this next sentence. Oh, boy. It's a legitimate question. Now, the rules are that both feet must touch the ground. Stop right now. No, but hang hang on a minute. Gowan had his prosthetic leg. And he removed it. Oh, my God. So one's already on the ground, Bob. (laughs) Okay, one is already on the ground. I'm just saying, on a technicality, if, like, Gowan, if he was a heel, could be like, well, only one of my, only one foot. That would actually be a pretty fun uh, turn for him. Only one of my feet are touching, so. (laughs) He could come out on the impact. Today, what is that? And today we go, that's one foot hitting the ground. That's right. What does the rule say? Okay, two. And then okay. show his entrance. Okay. Uh, Shark Boy bit his butt and he got eliminated. There we go. I'm telling you right now, if Zach Allen doesn't show up on impact and says, I got robbed, I don't know what. Allen was the first elimination, too, wasn't he? Yeah. 
Oh, A1. I didn't know A1 was actually going to be in this. Here he is. A1! Club and away clothesline on Sharkboy. Turns Riley inside out. Down goes Skipper. So now we have three Team Canada members in this match. We have A1, Eric Young, and Bobby Roode. I'm trying to see if uh, Zach Gowan did anything of any kind of importance before this, but it doesn't really look like it. I don't think he did. Where else would he appear that would be relevant? I don't know. He didn't really fight many big names at all. He did wrestle for the NWA Midwest X Division title, which Matt Seidel was the champion, on uh, October 1st, 2004. He fought Jerry Lawler at the Juggalo, or the Gathering of the Juggalos in 2004. And Lenny Lane. Hail Saban. Saban is. Okay. We're repeating people that we've seen on the show now. I, I guess we already were. Seven having money no. Oh, DDT there by Saban. I think that was to Rue. Gowan's Gowan's final WWE appearance was October 21st, 2003, when he lost to Tajiri on SmackDown. He had a quick run there. I guess it just seemed like... I, honestly, though, I'm looking at these matches. I don't remember none of these happening. I only remember the main storyline, and then, like, Brock Lesnar fucking kills him. And, like, that's all I remember. Yeah. I remember his match with uh, Vince. Yes, yes, like that. Vengeance 2003. Although that's like early in the run, so. Yeah. Okay, all four Team Canada guys are in. Now they, now remember that promo, they were like, oh, we're gonna. Pack of wolves. We're gonna be relevant again. Whatever. So if all four of them cannot win this, that's okay. not good. Shark Boy almost eliminated them by countering the Canadian Destroyer. Also, just one more Zach Gowan thing for you. His uh, final appearance before now in TNA was February 12, 2003, when he teamed up with Ron Killings and Jorge Estrada to defeat BG James, Glenn Gilberti, and Mike Sanders. Um, Sharpboy was eliminated by A1. Eric Young and Cassie Riley were trading strikes, but now Young had scissors and takes Riley to the floor. Damn it. That's it. I was hoping Riley would pull it off. Yeah, it didn't work out. You want to choke and save it. Who's next coming out? Oh, Sonny's the actor, probably, right? This should have started off the show. Just saying. I agree. Or second, maybe. Although, to be I fair, the first, was... what, first three matches were unannounced, like random matches, so I guess I get why it didn't, but... I think I would. I think I agree with you. Well, on Victory it's, Road, they did. They started the X Division ground for gold with this. X Division, <laughs> very different. Well, yeah. uh, but I will say, I guess it is a decent cooldown before a world title match too. So, I just, I don't know. I feel whoever wins could maybe foreshadow who wins the main event. Yeah, oh, that's the first time I've seen Skipper not do that well. 
Uh, for walking the ropes, he lost his balance and he got shoved over by. I think it was. I feel like he purposely lost his balance like that because he knew he was gonna get shoved and didn't want to be eliminated. But then he was just clotheslined. They should have just eliminated him by falling off the rope. Then maybe he was supposed to. That's why you you hear the pop. Erupted for him. The Hoyt section. I can't believe the crowd how nuts they're going for Lance Hoyt right now. Oh, oh dude, my my heart just jumped. I thought Eric Young was about to snap his ankles. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was the concrete area. Yeah, that was, that was dangerous. I can't believe they got his tattoo up on the side of the. Okay. Just... Maybe that's why. That's why they did something. it. Oh, hey, Hoyt's gonna win this. Or maybe Tracy Brooks. I mean, like I said, they have the same lower back tattoo. We got five seconds now. They've been trying to get Williams out of there, but Williams refuses to follow the boy. Michael Shane. There's the dub. There's the dub. So this is our third match that's been dubbed on this show. I bet you the outlaw comes out too. Saban. Oh. Oh, father. Wow. You stole my girlfriend who wasn't really my girlfriend. That's what that dude is. Oh, Siaki gone. And knock off the open. Can these guys leave so the dub can stop? I feel like they're not going to stop the dub. If, especially if the outlaw's in it, you might as well just keep doing it. Oh, Drell Clark. Oh, wow, that's a surprise. Yeah. Springboard crossbody to Rudin Williams. He won there. So is it just Team Canada and Hoyt and Jarrell Clark now? Yeah. Oh, wow. Nice handspring twisting attack there. Oh, yeah, that's right. Tom West was number one. Pack of Wolves. Oh, that's right. Eric Young was eliminated. So there's only there's three Team Canada members. Oh, oh, oh. Petey just did an assisted Canadian destroyer, and the momentum took Clark over the top to the floor. That was nuts. That makes sense of why the momentum eliminated Jarrell from oh, that. Oh yeah, that was good. Oh, Mikey Bats. I don't want to do no Harry Potter. I don't like Harry Potter. He probably didn't get the Hogwarts game, right? There's no way. When they first get to the ring, they're so psyched up. Oh, 
crossbody drop kick kind of. I don't know what the hell that was. I don't know. It was pretty much just Hoyt throwing him into him. Yeah, so Hoyt threw Mikey Betts into A1 and P. Williams. Who else is left? Who else is coming out? I I I wonder if they'll do like Mountain Brown and DDP and all them. I don't know how many people are left. I don't even know where we're at. Oh, Bob was right. They kept the dub on because here comes the outlaw. Kip James. <laughs> Damn it. Going after Lance Hoyt, the biggest baby face in the company right now. Which is unreal. What a weird thing. I don't even, all because the naturals turned on him? Yeah. Yeah, baby face. Big, big, big time baby face. Uh-oh. Here comes a Cobra clutch on Mikey Bats, and you're going to go down with a slam. Holy shit. He lifted him up real high on that. Mike Tanay, what's he call that? I'm going to say he calls that the gunslinger. I thought he was about to show us his butt, to be honest I with thought you. he was going to do that as well. It looked like he was doing the hands to be like. Yep. And it shows his little thong or something. Yep. Oh, he's doing it again. Mikey Bats is uh, like unconscious. So let's do it a second time. Hop back there. Oh, my God. It's Triton. Bob jinxed us. I don't know if we're going to see him again. Literally an hour later. Shit. Oh. Oh, well, Bats, I think, is gone. <laughs> Hoyt just hit Trey with a big boot, but he never got in the ring, so he can't be eliminated yet. Okay, now he's in. Trey with a big boot to A1. Clotheslined Root. Is he, is he turning babyface? He's going after Team Canada. Hoyt and Triton. I think Triton's babyface. Holy shit, he chokes him outlaw real bad. Oh, now he's going to have to train. Spine buster. Here's the thing. He didn't look bad in that. No. Three, two, one. Brian Killings. Wow. That's right. If you win, you get an NWA world title match. Trayton doesn't care about that. Oh, no. As press slam down. Military press into a over-the-shoulder press uh, power slam. Maybe Lance Hoyt. Maybe not. Trayton doesn't even know what to do. Doesn't doesn't matter. Yeah, because Team Canada just eliminated them because of our pack of wolves. Can't get trained. Can't believe it. That's good. Who is that? Apollo. Apollo. Could you imagine Hoyt winning this and then Jarrett retains and slam anniversary? It's Jeff Jarrett against Lance Hoyt. <laughs> um, <laughs> I wish that that would surprise me more, but 
Ooh, super kick by Apollo Hoyt. Woo! Chopping away on Outlaw. Everybody's just laying down or chopping each other. Well, nope. Well, Outlaw's now been made, but yeah. Apollo is. Wow. Okay. Hey. BG James, he's Jesus. made it. I thought that was Bully Ray for a minute. Oh, Stanner off with Kip, but then Team Canada ended that real fast. Drag it out. Just a split second they were Whoa. staring at each other. Boy, big boots root over the top of the floor. So Bobby Roode's eliminated. So now the only member of Team Canada left in the match is A1. Oh, no, I'm sorry. P.D. Williams is A2. I forgot. Oh, Rude grabs Hoyt by the hair from the floor, and that's going to allow A1 to then eliminate Oh, bullshit, dude. P.G. James with some jabs here on P.D. Misses. Outlaw with a boot to the midsection and a pump handle slam of sorts there by uh, B.G. on the P. And then a famous sir. By the outlaw to A1. It's like they're working as a tag team. Look at the eye contact, Bob. They're definitely fighting each other at anniversary. Come on. Give me a break. Outlaw's going to do something. What? Yeah, wait. Why is it this out here? The countdown was still happening. No, they didn't even count it down. Well, Abyss is in. Abyss, I guess, just said, screw the rules, all this community. So now we're down to a... Oh, now it's a singles match. Abyss and Ron Gilles. Okay. Okay. There's no way Ron's winning this, right? No fucking way. <laughs> no way. I mean, they, they didn't... They're not even they... trying... Go ahead. No, I was just like, they're not even trying to trick us. This... I don't know. I got thrown off. I stopped there because... uh. I got confused that he threw him out of the ring. Yeah, right. No, I am. Um, here's the thing. I mean, Abyss is like, it feels like he's been number one contender at least twice. And they don't do, I mean, at least once. He beat Jeff Hardy for it, and they didn't do anything. And now he lost it to AJ. Right. Yeah. So now he gets this opportunity. Like, he's got to have a, he's got to get a title match. You know what this screams to me? That chat GBT was wrong and that Styles is going to win and then we're going to get Abyss and Styles again at Slammiversary. Mm. They killed it at lockdown. I can see why they would do that. Yeah. Oh, our dub is finally over. Thomas took the chair away from Abyss. Whoever wins this match is number one contender. Donna West is very excited about it. We have speculating. 
as we have right now. 40 minutes left of the show. That seems like a long time still. Yeah, huge advantage for this being the last one to enter. Choking killings in the corner. Referee says a no. Get off of him. Come on, Ron. Come on, Ron. We need you in the main event. Yeah, come on. I love this. saying, no, I'm going to be champion. I don't care about any of that drama. This is the only thing I don't like about Gauntlet for the Gold is because, like, I'm over it by the time there's the singles match. I feel like it should just remain a, like, an elimination. Oh. A little, little heel kick there. Headbutt to the groin. That seems to be Abyss's one weakness, is any nut shots. Yeah. Oh, Kellen's one for well, Yeah. That was close. But it didn't happen. Oh, baby. Abyss stops him with a big uh, boot. Uh oh. Now he has chain. That should be disqualification. I love how Abyss is just staring at Rudy Charles, wrapping it around his fist, and he does nothing. And then Rudy can hold Abyss back. Come on. Right. Abyss, just take him out already. You know, what's he going to do? What's he getting? A chair. Wedged in the corner, I dare you. Oh. He's getting in a second. You watch. Oh. Oh, shit. And another. God. Wow. Two headshots. He did a full, full wind-up. Like he was swinging a baseball bat. And he just destroyed him over the head with it. Okay, we do not have the replay. Today asked for a replay, but we do not. There's too much at stake. We're staying with the action. Rudy Charles almost got... Oh, never mind. He just got splashed. Okay, the crowd just lost their mind. Because they know it. They know that's going to happen. So, of course, they're going to go nuts. Ref bump, baby. Love it. They're chaining Rudy. Ron going to the middle rope. And scissor kick dropping Abyss face first onto the chair. Axe kick, but, you know. We don't, we don't have to argue about it. He made his legs go... Yeah, but it's an, he brings it down like an axe. Scissor kick. Well, Rudy's down, so... Yeah, I'm surprised. Rudy's never a knockdown, ever. Rudy has never gotten in the way of a match, ever. Never. 
I didn't recently watch a WWE show and see Rudy Charles as a referee and say, there's going to be a bump in this main event. And then there was. That did not happen. He's a bumping ref. Chokeslam onto the chair. Rudy, wake up. One, two. No, Ron kicks out at two. Too much at stake. Oh, this is the number one contender. That don't mean nothing. Sask Abyss being the number one contender means nothing. Oh, now we have a replay. And jokes. Different replay. We were allowed to have that one. What do you want to replay before the chair shot? I think it was the chair shot he wanted, yeah. And they were like, we got to stay at the action, actually. There you go, run the ropes, splash. Oh, he was gonna he's gonna do it again and he's gonna fucking twist. We already yeah. know this. Yeah, so no, let's do it again. Even though Abyss saw him do that. Yeah. Great. That's Abyss's favorite spot. He loves it. Yeah, it's an A trying to cover for it. Once he get he's got tunnel vision. Once he gets set on doing something, he's gotta do it. Even if it's like not gonna end well. It's because he's a monster. He doesn't use his brain. Well, if Goldilocks was still with him, he wouldn't have to do that, no, would he? That's right. They're weird, like, sex control. Yeah. Oh! Black Hole Slam after killing. He's dived off the ropes. That's a three. Abyss is your number one contender. Again. Can't wait for that title match that he's never going to have. <laughs> He's like the ultimate number one contender who never gets a title match. Yeah. What the heck? Why is the crowd like dancing? I don't know. Are they saying, uh, uh, bitch? <laughs> I hope they are. I think they were for a second there. Wow, we got one match left here. The main event. Tito Ortiz is going to bring his hard justice to AJ Styles and Jeff Jeff Jarrett here. The one we've been waiting for. Highly anticipated. Is Tito Ortiz going to be an impartial special referee? I don't know. Video package time. Once a decade. The new star emerges. Forever. Well, there's some diving on Jarrett as if they have never fought before. Fueled by passion, driven by desire. His spirit and tenacity.
We're just hyping up AJ Styles. This is that really good package that was on an episode of Impact. Yep. With the talking heads that were probably filmed in 2004. Abyss is what everyone calls him. Jimmy freaking hurt. From the AJ Styles DVD, dude, I'm telling you. The Styles Clash. (laughs) Just Styles yelling, did you see that? Nobody cares about Jeff Jarrett. And I bet you we still have another Tito Ortiz fucking package too. Yeah, man, we got literally, it's going to be about five seconds. You have 30 minutes left. This match is not going 25 minutes. I hope it doesn't. Tito Ortiz is going to make certain. Under those terms and circumstances, you will see AJ Styles. I fear no man or nobody. No man. I can't wait for them to brawl in the crowd. And Tito do nothing about it. So this DVD claims that, the Hard Justice one claims that you'll see the full three-hour Hard Justice pay-per-view, as well as bonus footage from the Countdown pre-show that aired prior to the event. I'd like to point out, every DVD has said this so far, and I've checked most of them as we've gone on, and not a single one of them has included any bonus footage from the Countdown show. Are you checking the right screen? Yes, there's two things. Play and fucking, like, settings or something. Yeah, chapters, maybe. Like, dude, it's nothing. So, AJ, 5'11 to Jarrett, 6'1", 215 to 238. Six years pro to 19. Break it down with the bullet points. I was just watching it uh, on Rebellion, TNA's, or Impact's Rebellion. They did the taglines, the X-Factors and stuff like that. I was like, damn. Old school. Trait TNA record for any title. Ortiz ensure justice is served. Yeah, because that's what he's here for. To ensure that justice is served. Duh. Now, is he going to be the referee for real, or is he going to be an enforcer? 
I think he's going to be referee. He gave him a referee shirt. That's true. Which should be quite interesting. I hope AJ does like seven really quick near falls and Tito can't keep up. Yeah. Here he comes, dude. Tito Ortiz, his uh, Impact Zone debut. That's not a referee shirt. I've heard this music before, too, for a wrestler. I can't think of it. I can't think of it. Oh, he's got it underneath. I can see it. Punishment. Athletics. That must be his gym or something. It looks yeah. Like. Here he comes. The phenomenal one. Every day in my life. How do we feel about the black and like green, lime green? I was just going to say I like it. It looks brand new. I think this is the first time he's worn this attire. And you could pick up this attire in figure form, I believe, if you pick up the um, six-sided uh, X Division ring from Toy Biz and Mattel, or not Mattel, Marvel, Marvel Toy Biz. Do you get a uh, Tito Ortiz figure too? No, no, you just get the AJ Styles. And I don't have that one because I already bought a ring. Jeff Jarrett wearing red. Mm-hmm. And he is listing everywhere that Jared has successfully defended the title, which is literally everywhere. Check it out. Oh, yeah. Well, it has the X Division title, though. Oh, yeah, but that's the, that's the attire. It's the champion X ring. This is a big deal, man. Tito Ortiz here in Impact. Wow, wow, wow. Here's your introductions. Why does he have to do separate intros? Just do it when they come out. I don't know, man. Um, good question. And then he just said it's for the NWA World Heavyweight Championship of the World. TNA official. So he's hired. He's hired. 
He doesn't look that jacked right here. Is he still actively fighting? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he doesn't stop fighting until many years later. Okay. 2018 or something like that. I think after this fight, or this show, like he fights Shamrock, I think, again. And I think he wins like one or two fights, and he loses like seven in a row. Oh, wow. From the Music City, Nashville, Tennessee. He's so proud of himself. Since June 1st, 2004, dude. Wow. So that means we're, what, three weeks away? Barely. Barely, yeah. Yeah, like two weeks away from a year-long reign. That's crazy. Wait till the match starts, damn it. Look at Tito. Tito being all forceful. He said, back off. Now he's telling him, come here. Make up your mind, Tito. You're already being contradicting. When there's people from non-wrestling in as like a referee role, it kind of scares me that the match is going to like fall apart. Yeah, well, you get fucked up and ruin everything. Oh, there's Billy Firehawk. This song only took me about two and a half hours, but I assume. So he's got a prime seat, man. He does. He's the NWA cyberspace promoter guy. Okay, the bell is rung. We do have 21 minutes, 50 seconds left in the show. Well, there's probably going to be like a music video... uh, highlight reel or something so this will probably go about 18 minutes i'm thinking 15 hey that's good celebration at the end and then yeah whatever they want to close with or some kind depending on what the finish is could be a little tito thing at the end oh yeah there's gotta be something at the end. oh he pulls him off clean break by jared in the corner I still don't remember hearing them ever like say, oh, hey, remember when AJ beat him? I don't think they have. They didn't want you to remember that that happened, even though that's one thing we do remember. All right, yeah, you're going to toss me in? That's cool. Tito's like, hey, man, back off. Back off. Fuck him up, Tito. Fuck him up.
I hate how I feel like every Jarrett title match starts like this wicked slow. I we're gonna be in the crowd within the next five minutes. I'm sure of it. Jarrett trying to grab the feet of Styles from underneath. Oh, oh, he's got him on the mat. Hammerlock. Riveting. AJ, AJ. Twist in the arm. Tito Ortiz is stunned at the action and athleticism that is going on right now between AJ Styles and Jeff Jarrett. There's a sign in the crowd that says, You're next, as if Goldberg could potentially be coming out here at the end of this show. Just like Randy Savage did. He's going to appear, and then he's going to disappear. No. You think Goldberg... We have... I could see Sky Steiner coming out. What are you going to do when Goldberg fights at Wembley uh, Stadium in August for AEW? That's not going to happen. What are you going to do when it does? It's not going to happen. What are you going to do when it does? Here's the thing. The only way that you have Goldberg come in there is if he loses to Wardlow. Exactly. But that's the only way you do that. And I don't know if he'd do that. I think it's going to be Goldberg teaming with Sting and Darby Allen. Mm. WCW. Protect everyone involved. Darby's the fall guy. No, you know what? You could probably book Goldberg Sting. And sell the place out. Get the fuck out of here. Are you shitting me? In 2023, Goldberg versus Sting. Wembley. <laughs> oh, my God. Sting would die. There's no way Sting would do it because he knows that he would die. Tito is counting out uh, Jeff Jarrett right now, by the way. He's doing it pretty fast, which means that Jarrett can't stall forever. That's fine. Slow your count. Tito, Tito, this is a story. You got to let me be out there for about two or three minutes. I got to breathe. It's got to breathe. And then I got to get in the ring and I got to talk some gibberish and have the guy 18 years later write about it, me writing on my podcast so everyone can shit on him and say it makes no sense. Yeah. They've been wrestling for about three minutes and they've accomplished, um, I believe, a hammerlock. That's, that's what I'm saying. I thought he was about to punch him. Tito didn't even flinch, though. <laughs> like, oh, maybe. I was going to knock you out. I don't even care. Try me. Try me, Jeff Jarrett. I'll knock you out. I'll knock your teeth out, too. I want Scott Sander to come out after this match so bad now. Nice dropkick by AJ. Oh, and he's going hard. Just this is my arms. I can't wait till till he's the ring announcer. I can't wait for Scott Steiner in general. Hopefully he shows up in general. Yeah, hopefully with Goldberg. The giant heart tattoo. With a sphere through it. AJ in the corner. Clothesline. Jarrett taking off his feet. Are we going to see a world champion? 
elbow. By AJ. And a gut buster. By Double J. The Chosen One. Uh-oh. Knee breaker. Starting up for the figure four, baby. Yep. Splashing down on that left knee. Okay, Bob, I have asked ChatGBT to write a haiku about this pay-per-view we are currently watching, and I'm oh. going to read it right now for you. Okay, you ready? Yeah, I can't wait. <laughs> hard, justice ar- hard justice arrives. Tag teams clash. Champions rise. Memories still thrive. The AI system there is probably like, wow, this guy's obsessed with Hard Justice 2009. <laughs> Please write a haiku about Jeff Jarrett's NWA title reign that never ended. Jarrett has sent AJ knee first into the top turnbuckle. Okay, here's uh, here's how we're feeling all right now. Jarrett holds the gold. NWA title reign so bold. Never ending hold. <laughs> accurate. Accurate. Very accurate. Haiku about AJ Styles. Oops, wait, I made a typo. Oh, in the figure four. So we'll be in this for about two and a half minutes. Oh, wait, I knew what I meant. AJ's not going to give up. AJ Styles, so bright. In-ring skills, a stunning sight. Oh, wait, he didn't finish writing it. Hold on. Oh, it did a different one. High-flying master, Styles clash, and phenomenal. AJ, wrestling star. (laughs) I never knew AJ would be so popular. I just asked why Tito Ortiz um, lost seven times in a row. Uh, Tito Ortiz's losing streak can be attributed to a combination of factors, including injuries, age, declining skills, and tough opponents. Additionally, he faced some of the top fighters in the world during his losing streak, which contributed to the difficulty of his fights. Is that accurate, Bob? Well, it's very generic and vague, yeah. It lists all the reasons why he could have lost. Yeah, of course. All those reasons, right? Could have lost. Write a haiku about my co-host, Bob Collins Jr., and his incredible ability to shit on good wrestling. AJ with the counter. All Jeff has to do is let go of the hold. He goes to the ropes first. Okay, I wouldn't do it because it was mean. <laughs> Instead, I, I can't do mean things. Oh, here we go. Bob Colley Jr., insightful and opinionated, brings unique perspectives. Thank you. See? Now do one about 
me his his better half who is nicer and cooler Dallas Gridley um, doesn't have opinions and thinks everything is great overly optimistic a kind and cool soul your insights shine bright like gold co-hosting with grace that is me that is me Styles clothesline, discus clothesline, knocks Jared out of the ring. Finally, something's happening. This has been a slow match, let me tell you. We got 11 minutes and 20 seconds left of the show. Which, at this pace, about two minutes left of action. Yeah. I can't wait for the Observer to be like four and a half stars for this. Yeah, we'll, uh, we'll talk about that on our next episode, but... Should be a fun one. Typical Jarrett main event. Uh, stalling, working around ringside, and Tito Ortiz was there. Just brawling. Doing a whole lot of nothing. Oh, wow. I like this a lot, dude. A haiku about TNA wrestling now. High-flying action. Six-sided ring. New dimension. TNA wrestling. It's pretty good. That should have been one of their catchphrases. I know. New dimension. New dimension. The count is at five. I feel like Jeff Jarrett told him. Oh, never mind. He's going fast again. I was going to say, I think Jeff might have told him to like, slow it down, but. Well, now here's the thing. AJ just got knocked off the apron. He never got back in the ring, so that should be a count out. He's coming way he's coming so fast. Tito's just grabbed Jared by the throat and he's saying, No, no, no. I'm gonna knock you out. Now, in case you're wondering, Tito is right-handed. AJ pulling Jared to the floor, hammering away. Several strikes. Misses a clothesline and hits the post. That's gotta hurt. And he's going over the announcer's table. The title's on the table. Tanae's about to start screaming. Well, he should take the title. He's oh, he's gonna get the entire. Oh, Tito says fuck no. He's gonna punch the guitar. I like when Jarrett, like, extends the arm out before he winds it up. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Is Tito going to punch him? <gasps> oh, I thought AJ was about to hit Tito because he stole the car from Jarrett. Everyone want me to use it? Crowd pops, of course. Come on, Tito. Let me just use it. Let me just break the rules. Come on, Tito. If I can't use this, nobody can. Okay, he just literally smashed it on the ring post and now on the floor. No more guitar, man. You know there's one under those steps, though, right? Oh, probably.
AJ said, I bring him back in the ring. Only way he can win this. Not Monsters Ball or nothing. Springboard for Oh, wow. That was nice. Spin kick. AJ's like, we're going to end this right now. Let's see. Ducks the clothesline. Moonsault into the reverse DDT. That's it. Here we go. One, two, kick out. Just barely gets the shoulder up in time. Oh, the styles clash, and instead his face was rubbing up against Jared's butt. But he got out of it. No worries. Pop up. Oh, he's going for a hurricane round, but he got power bombed. Kick out at two. Bob, we have not gone in the crowd. What the fuck? No one's interfered. What the fuck? Something's up. Going for the stroke? No, Styles counters. They probably had to show, like, whatever the finish is, they probably had to show Tito the move, right? And be like, oh, hey, when this happens, this is when it's over. I feel like they must have. Because he's not going to know what the hell the stroke is or what a yeah. Styles clash or spiral tap. He's not going to know any of that. He needs to hit the spiral tap again. It's been way too long. Oh, backslide. Oh, going for the Pele, but Jarrett kind of pre-bumped on that one. So it didn't look that good, but... He didn't want to actually get hit. No. Did you know that that move is named after a uh, soccer play? Yeah, you didn't. Yeah, I did. Because how you didn't know when, Nicola. I knew it was because Don West told me. And um, I did know Nikita Koloff, for the record. Did you know he's not actually a Russian? Yeah. Pushes Jared off. Oh, sunset flip. Oh. No, 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 no. Jared's going for Do the it, Styles Jeff. Clash. Do it, Jeff. It's over. Oh, my God. He hit the Styles Clash. It's over. One, two, three. God, he stole his opponent's finisher. Now AJ's going to hit the stroke. Two, three. Crowd's going, chanting for AJ, going a little crazy here. They're also getting tired, though. Going for a suplex. It's countered, though. Oh, Jarrett up and over. Styles with the stroke. <laughs> no. Two, two. Tito's like, Well, we've already gone longer than I expected. We only got four minutes and 11 seconds left. Oh, 450, but he uh, spins through. Jarrett's up on his feet here. Styles Clash. Let's see. 
Ah, here we go, Bob. Interference. Oh, it's a Jarrett. Oh. Monty Brown just pounced Jarrett. That's a face turn if I've ever seen one coming. Uh, yeah, I'd say so. Tito, get in the ring. Tito. Another referee. <gasps> Tito, Tito just pulled pull out because he said, turn. I'm the ref. He'll turn. Oh, low blow by Jarrett. Tito's being a very fair referee. Dude, come on. No way. Oh, he just pushed Tito. I don't know what Jarrett's going for here. Tito just yanked Jarrett down off the rope because he pushed him. Oh, he pushed Tito again. Oh, he just knocked him out. Tito knocked him out. That should be disqualification. Styles really gonna hit this? He's gonna do the spiral tap. Oh, oh fuck yeah, fuck yeah, dude. Cover him. Spiral tap. Uh, one, two, three. Whoa, new champion. Wow, you can tell the crowd wanted that to happen. Jeez. It's been you two know, years since he used it. Wow. Wow. Well, it's a good good moment, I guess, to good time to use it. That's a good finish. I'm surprised they had Tito do the knockout to lead to the finish, not after the match. I think they should have did it after the match. I agree. Because it makes Styles look like he needed help to do it. Exactly. But that's why I was sort of hinting at, well, maybe they'll do something after the match. Because even if Jarrett won, then they could still do a knockout. Right. Over two years, he hasn't used a spiral tap. Hit it perfectly. Jarrett's going to be like Monty Brown cost me the bell in the feud. Right? I mean, that's got to be what they're going for. Yeah. Partially. Jared's selling the fuck out of this. That's perfect. Well, listen, I we we've talked before. Like we kind of we kind of feel like we want Styles more uh, in the X Division kind of realm. I feel like, but it's a good moment. And honestly, anyone needed to take it off of Jared, so I'm fine with it. Well, it just, I think for me, it kind of just depends on what they do with him. Like, now, okay, now he's one. Now, how long does he have it? Who is he going to be wrestling? Abyss. No, technically, yeah, I guess. So, like, let's say Slammiversary, it's him and Abyss, and then he loses. That's, what, Abyss. that's what we're assuming. Well, yeah, what's the point, right? And we go off the air. Bob, what do you think about Hard Justice 2005? First time viewing in its entirety, as well as myself. Um, I'm okay. So there were a couple of 
entertaining moments. Like the double swerve that I didn't know why we did that for uh, Shane and Tracy. That was like, oh, wow, what the hell? Daniel Shocker was better. Excuse me. It was better than I uh, ever anticipated. Uh, Gone for the Gold was, was fine. Just mindless brawling. Right. Uh, that main event almost put me to sleep until Tito knocked out Jared. Yeah, the main event was a bit of a letdown, but honestly, like, I kind of expect that at this point with these, with the Jared main events. It's just because, like, leading up to it, like, I don't know, especially this case. I think for going into it not being excited at all and, like, not knowing what we are getting, I actually felt pretty good about it. I knew it. I knew it. I'm giving it a thumbs up. Yep. I thought it was actually way better than I expected. Like the whole show. Of course you do. Of course. Of course. Why you don't think that was a thumbs up show? I'm giving it a thumbs down. Oh. I think Oh no, Bob, are you serious? I have to. I think we could we could have not watched this show. Turn on the impact and then not miss a thing. Wow. Because they, they would be like, oh, Tito knocked him out. And we knew that was going to happen. We knew there was going to be that Sean Tyson type of moment. And it happened. Man, I can't believe you're doing this to me. I have to give it a thumbs down. The build for it sucked. I'm not, this isn't about the build. No, I know, but I'm just saying. Like, so I'm going into it not you know, overly thrilled about it. I Raven, don't know. Waltman, I... Raven Waltman was, was a, f- a fun little, fine little brawl. But, like, that's, there's no reason for them to be fighting, so there's no, like, you know, purpose to it other than just to do it. Well, well Bob's ruined our pay-per-view street, guys, uh, which is really disappointing that you would do this to us for a show that was not was not bad. I liked it. I don't know. For having no expectation, I, I'm pretty satisfied with what we just saw. Well, here's the thing. My rule has been I'm not doing middle. I know, but the thing is... I you can't go a thumbs up on it. Bob, we've been doing this podcast for nearly three straight years here. Yeah. Never once in all that time have we been complete opposite. Usually I like try to agree with you a little bit, and I end up going in the middle. But I just... I see your perspective here. But I th- I don't agree with that. I just, uh, yeah, I don't know. Wow. Like, it was a quick show because I've never seen it before. But. Well, if you I, thought that that I, had no good build, um, the next few weeks for us should be real interesting. Yeah, well, it's going to be. And another point, too, is like, you know, Naturals, AMW, all these other, they've had better matches elsewhere. I agree with that one. The Naturals and AMW definitely have, but well, you know, have all that in the mix. It's just not a, it's not a good, it's not a yeah, yeah, worthwhile show. I I liked it. Um, so, but you like everything, guys. That's not true. I got the spreadsheet right here. How many thumbs down do you have? I don't. Well, I, that's too many to count. Okay. Okay. Do you have any thumbs down that I didn't have a thumbs down on? Um, 
because I guarantee you, you probably don't. And it's probably no. I no. have I influenced you to go from oh, be, oh it's okay, thumbs in the middle to be like, no, okay, Bobby, right, it was thumbs down. <laughs> like I have to guilt you into saying something against your favorite wrestling promotion. That's fucked up, bro. <laughs> um, whatever, man. You want to be like that? You know, at least I didn't like the WWA shows. So there was that. I didn't like the WWE shows either. And you got a little present. Nice. I know. Um, yeah, well, the WWA shows, I mean, those were like rubbish. I see what you did there. Rubbish. Yeah. <laughs> um, I just, I don't know, man. I just, it wasn't, I didn't. I get it. The show I get being it. Like, oh, wow. That, wow. I'm so excited to see Impact now. It's like, no. This is... Well, it definitely leaves us in a weird spot. And we know from looking ahead that we are going to be in a weird spot. And uh, we'll be discussing. More, I, I I would assume even on our next episode, um, no news wise, but we've teased it before. It's been eighteen years. We got a few weeks where there's not really anything going on, yeah. so we will be addressing that in coming weeks. Uh, we still even got to really figure out what we're doing, <laughs> um, but it's gonna be really really interesting to lead up to Slam anniversary. Yeah, and um, yeah, I think the next. In terms of TNA shows, the next, I think, three episodes, there's quite a bit, I think, that goes on in both behind the scenes and what we see on camera. Because mm. I think there'll be some people coming in that we are going to be enjoying for several. So what you're saying is it's only going to go up from here. Yeah, this could have been my rock bottom. Okay. If this is your rock bottom, that's not bad. No, it's not because you know what the rock bottom, and then like whatever happens in June and stuff, like that's like a new a new birth. It's gonna be uh, we got a wild ride ahead of us throughout the rest of 2005 and especially into 2006. So yeah, don't get me wrong. Like this is not the worst wrestling show I've ever seen in my life. It's just not enjoyable. I see it was enjoyable, but. There were enjoyable moments, but as a whole show, um, I don't. Like, I, oh, because like, it's like, oh, Abyss is number one contender again. Oh, big whoopty fucking do! I've I know. seen that. And I do. Um, th- this kind of goes back to Hard Justice. To me, is a throwaway TNA pay per view. It always felt like that. I think the biggest moment comes. Um, Maybe next year, potentially. I can't remember. And it's uh, it's not even in the ring, really. I mean, it is, but it's not, you know? Right. Like, oh, that's what happened. I heard justice. <laughs> it's like, come on. Like, yeah. that's what I mean. So, well, um, I can't wait to cover these next few episodes of Impact. Uh, it's going to be very interesting. And it's only going to get more interesting from there. And I don't know. I guess we'll uh, we'll see what happens. It's going to be an interesting ride going forward, and I cannot wait for Slammiversary. Yeah, I mean, I I would be assuming that it's going to be AJ and Abyss. And at this point, if Abyss doesn't win the title, I don't know why he's been number one two times. Or right. Whatever. But then it's also like, why sacrifice AJ's reign? You know, I would have just turned Abyss into a babyface and be Garrett. If he didn't want to drop it to... 
Yeah. There's also stuff with Abyss that I still can't believe isn't happening right now. Yeah. Um, I'm, like, completely mind-fucked about it. Yeah. Me too. So, yeah, I don't know. Uh, We'll we'll, we'll see what happens. I'm sure we'll have a whole lot more discussions in the uh, future impacts coming up. Of Um, course. For the fallout here of uh, Hard Justice. But we have to go to next week's episode of Impact. What is AJ Styles going to say? What is Jeff Shearer going to say? Is Tito Ortiz officially hired as a TNA official? Probably not. But you never know. But we'll find out what's in store for AJ Styles as the NWA World Heavyweight Champion next week. Right here. The TNA Cross the Line Podcast. <laughs>